So we are live here, guys. Hope you are doing good. We have now here Christian Casanova and emerging day game coach and uh, the younger generation in the day game. So Christian Casanova, uh, what we say, welcome to my stream and explain a bit about yourself to my audience, a bit how the things are in your life and everything. Yeah, nice one. Thank you. I mean, yeah, first and foremost, um, I just wanted to say thank you uh, for having me on here because I'll be completely transparent. I I was completely unaware like, who you were before you sent the invitation out to me. And after getting to know you a little bit more and find out what you've done, like your history of all of this, um, yeah, I just wanted to honor you uh and just say thank you to be honest for reaching out in the first place because it, it's certainly um nice for me to receive that sense of validation in a way right from someone who's been in this game much longer than i have um for you to say oh i've, I've seen your stuff and i like it you know that that's important to me i think i'd be lying if i said i didn't want validation from people i think <laughs> anyone who makes a youtube channel is by nature a narcissist and you want to receive <laughs> validation right you want to receive <laughs> public approval from the masses so yeah to have that was just a nice hit of a nice hit of validation for me so yeah I just want to start by saying that uh yeah for anyone who doesn't know me um Christian Casanova that's the uh the handle that I like to go by I like alliteration so it seems to work it's like the Kardashians but I don't have a jacuzzi um so yeah I mean I've been doing day game now for two and a half years um before I got involved in this wonderful world I was a magician since the age of 13 so magician. I myself, yeah magician yeah i taught myself how to perform magic at the age of 13 because mm -hmm. i had atrocious social skills like i think most people do when they're 13 years old but being an only child and coming from a dysfunctional family like i was even scared to talk to my own family members when they came around to my house for like dinner i just run upstairs and just, i wouldn't mm -hmm. want to speak to anybody so I made a decision at 13 years old that I didn't want to remain that way. So I taught myself uh, how to perform magic via YouTube videos. And then mm -hmm. I would go around um, parks in the Lake District and cold approach people uh, to perform magic. So my cold, okay. started, my cold approach career started there. And I think that's why I was able to make um, rapid progress um, with this because I, I was, I've was i been cold approaching people since I was 13 years old, albeit ah. for albeit for magic purposes, but it's still the same thing. Like I was overcoming approach anxiety at like 13, 14. Like I was having my days where I'd go around, like I tried to go into like my town center. So like my town, my town is like 60,000 people at the most, right? I'd go into my town center, there'd be like five people there, right? And I would feel what we now know as the spotlight effect, right? I wouldn't even be able to get the pack of cards out of my pocket because I was like, oh, these people are going to think I'm weird if I'm trapped for magic like on a Monday afternoon. Like, it's just weird, right? So I was overcoming that. I didn't know what any of this stuff was. I didn't know what approach anxiety was. I didn't know what a spotlight effect was. I just didn't know any of it. But I was teaching myself and getting through it. And now for me, that's why I'm able to work with guys and get them to where they actually want to be because i see my 13 year old self in them like all the all the trials and tribulations that you go through at a young age and you've got no fucking idea what, you, what you're doing the guys who i work with they're usually 30 years old uh, or older like I, I i see my younger self in them i think that's why i'm able to actually empathize with them and, and get them to where they actually want to be so yeah that's the that's the elevator pitch 
So you start you started like cold approaching and like doing the magic thing and uh, with 13 and then maybe few years and then when you decided like okay let's uh, like switch to day game and like you know approach girls or something like that uh, you were uh, you were having issues in meeting girls or uh, how well, it happened I, you I so I didn't I started day game when I was 23 years old okay ah, okay so I was a magician that was my job eventually it became my job where I was I made a career out of magic so I would perform around the ah. country at international shows my magic my magic business got wiped out by covid right so when covid happened I lost pretty much everything that I built but the thing that I didn't lose was the skills and the character that I built Right. I knew that my social skills were better than anybody else that I've ever met. Right. I knew my social skills were good because I was building them for 10 years. And then I remember I was sat on my apartment floor in Leeds in the UK in this grotty apartment, which is where I used to make a lot of my videos. If you, if you go back and about all the videos, they're all filmed in this grotty apartment in Leeds. Uh, I was very different back then as well. So, I mean, that's another story. However, uh, I was lying on the floor feeling sorry for myself and uh, went onto YouTube, as you usually do when you feel depressed as shit. And this video popped up from the, uh, the Natural Lifestyles, and it was uh, James, James Marshall in fields. I think he was in Barcelona or New York, one of them. And I was watching him do his thing. So I, I was aware of, like, pickup and game. Like, I was aware of this stuff, like, when I was, like, 18. But I always just used to think it was weird, right? I was always like, oh, pickup artist, cringy, sleazy, don't want to do that. That's what James Marshall do it. And it, it completely changed my perspective on it. I was like, oh, this seems like a relatively normal gentleman. He's going around, he's doing his thing. Like, it's James Marshall, isn't it? So he does his thing. And like when I saw him do it, that then ignited something within me, which was like, if he's doing it, I can do it as well. Because I saw like his like student infields and mm -hmm. you're, like, you're vicariously living through them and their shit scared to, to approach. And you're like, go on, mate, you can do it. I'm rooting for you. Mm -hmm. And this was like in the height of the pandemic in the UK as well. So like you couldn't really go outside. But like on the news, they were like, right, in a month, you're going to be able to like go outside. So mm -hmm. I was I was consuming content like an absolute animal. Like I was just like day game, day game, day game content like nonstop like during the pandemic. And as soon as they said to us, right, you can leave your house now, I was just like a possessed savage. Like there wasn't even like that much hesitation, if I'm being honest with you, because I had all just this this pent up energy. I knew I had the skills. I knew I had the experience. I also knew. I think this is important for guys who are listening. I also knew that I had the character to get through the rejections, right? Okay. Because, because I was, I'd been rejected millions of times before performing magic. I used to go around working men's clubs in Liverpool in the UK. If you don't know okay. Liverpool, it's a decent seat, but there are places I would advise that you never, ever go to. So I'd go around these working men's clubs in Liverpool and approach tables of drunk guys in their 60s, be like, hi, right, gentlemen, can I show you some magic? And the traditional response was, no, fuck off, right? It doesn't get much more. That's a rejection, right? That is a rejection, right? Mm -hmm. And mo most guys won't ever experience a rejection as harshly as that. When you're putting yourself out there, they take one look at you and they're just like, no, fuck off. So I knew that I could put myself through the social fire and not get affected by it. And I think if, if, if guys want to actually excel with, let's say, day game, 
you need to be a savage, right? You need to have built a bulletproof character, in my opinion, before you mm -hmm. get started with this. Now, yeah, you can try and build your character through cold approach itself. However, I would, because for example, guys who I work with, they work in sales, right? So they're used to getting no's. They understand that it's called game for a reason. If you don't play, you won't win. So it's just like knocking on doors, right? You'll, you might get 99 no's at the start. One person says yes, and you sell like a 10,000 pound product, right? But for the complete beginner who's not built his character through alternative means, I actually think cold approach is the worst thing you can do because you're getting rejected by the feminine, right? And that hurts because when I'm getting rejected by working men in Liverpool, I'm getting rejected by guys. I don't care about that. But when you're getting rejected by by women, right? Because like, you know, biologically, if you were to get rejected in the caveman days, it would have meant your DNA wasn't worthy of replication. Yeah. So we take that more, right? But because I already understood the process, that knows, okay, it's just a no, whatever. I personally think it's a mistake that guys make where they think, right, I'm just going to be able to do 100 approaches and the no's from the women are not going to affect me. They will 100% affect you if you've not built a solid character first. So just to end on a practical point, if you haven't yet got a solid character, build it. Start building it today. The best way you can do it, start doing things that terrify you as consistently as possible, right? Having having daily cold showers is a great start. You're, you're, you're throwing yourself into an uncomfortable situation and you're marinating in a lot of resistance because you don't want to do it. And then let's say, okay, you, you do want a cold approach. Just go out and tell like middle-aged ladies that they look beautiful, all right? Because you're overcoming resistance, but it's not as it's not as it's not as difficult as it is to approach like an absolute 10 and her to be like fuck off. So yeah, building your character, also working in sales really helps as well. Um, but yeah, that that's 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 yeah. So I think like yeah, I mean like uh, this is something also interesting with when you get uh, for example rejected with guys or or in the business or anything else, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, then it is less hurtful. But when it comes to when you're getting rejected by the girls, uh, that is more hurtful and that is really hurting the ego because that enforces that uh, that belief um, in the people in in the guys that they are not attracted they're not attractive attractive they're not attractive and when you okay like that's why like if you're getting rejected again and again that's like sometimes the guys cannot come out of it and they they fall into this black pill and like these kind right. of things and which is even more hurtful more damaging than like uh, you know um getting do fight for this thing you know if you are not getting laid or something and so this is correct like uh, the, it is more hurtful for guys when they are uh, rejected um, by girls uh, compared to for example you fail in the business or uh, you want to you want deal with someone in the business deal and he rejected you or as you told like in the in the in your magic magic business when you were rejected by the guys it was not hurtful but when you're approaching and rejected by the girls it is more hurtful which is 100 percent correct actually yeah i would say as well um just i think this is a an important point that i don't really hear that many people talking about but I think it's really important to ask yourself what you actually want from this, right? And what I mean by that is most people just give the surface level answer, right? So if I'm on a consultation with a call who's a 
a consultation call with a guy who's applying to work with me, one of the first questions I'll ask him is, what do you actually want, right? What do you actually want to get from working with me, right? And every time it's this surface level response where, oh, you know, I just want to be a little bit more confident. I want to get a few more girls. I want to feel better about myself. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, that's not why we're actually here, right? That's that's the surface level reason. Mm -hmm. The reason that we're here is because you've got deep-rooted pain that you want to solve. You're not here just because you want a little bit more information. You're here because you've got thoughts that are keeping you awake at night and you want to alleviate this pain before it becomes too difficult to break, right? And the reason that guys want to do is, to be honest, the, the reason that guys do anything, right, why you get the flashy car, the nice watch, looks serious holiday, the fucking penthouse in Malibu, it's to receive love from the feminine, right? That's it. If you understand this one thing, it will set you free because it's to receive love from the feminine. Someone said that to me two years ago and I wasn't ready to receive it, right? He said to me, he's like my life mentor now. He said to me, Christian, everything people do is to be loved, right? And when I was hearing that, I was just in, you know, my fucking high testosterone days. Just like, yeah, I just want to get laid. Whatever. I was like, fuck off, mate. Like, love, what are you on about? It doesn't matter. But now, after I've developed myself and actually having spent time with a lot of guys around the world and helped them through their own stuff, you're wanting to do this and you want to do everything in your life because you want to receive love from the feminine, because you're petrified of being lonely, because you're scared that maybe your presence doesn't mean something to anybody. You want to feel important. You want to receive admiration, validation and veneration, not just from women, but from guys as well, right? Like guys get into great shape, not just to get girls, but also to impress other men, right? It's that respect thing. It's like, oh, you're, you're looking good, bro. Like, you know, you're doing well. It's like, but, but when you understand that, that everything that you do is to receive that love, then some, for me anyway, a light, this light bulb went off and I was like, wait, how am I even going to receive this if I'm a crushingly cruel commentator to myself, right? Like self-adoration or self-love, that will set you free. That will get you more girls than you've ever wanted. You'll make more money. You'll escape the nine to five. However you deem success, it all comes from the relationship that you have with yourself. And it's only two and a half years to actually realize this, but I can speak from my own experience where now I've got to a place and I have my good days, I have my bad days. Sometimes I think I'm an absolute piece of shit, whatever, I'm human. Um, but now I've got to a place where I actually understand that it's just to receive love from the feminine. You just want, for a lot of guys, they just want to be wanted, right? They just want to be wanted. They want to, they want a, a best friend. They want a best friend who they can have sex with, right? They just want to be have a little kiss and a cuddle at nighttime. And it feels nice, right? They're getting that nice nourishing energy from the feminine. And once I actually understood this, and when, once I understood that there's no one stopping me apart from me, and it's a relationship that I have with myself that dictates the reality that I live everything changed for me. And now I can honestly say 26 years old, I know like there'll be guys listening to this, maybe they're in the 40s, like, oh, what does this fucking know? Like, he's only 26, I accept that. Like, I've got the awareness. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Go on. So yeah, you know, I, I, it's right, like uh, correct in 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 like the lot of guys come like for the coaching for the coaching calls and all. When this also sometimes they say like uh, you know I want to get some confidence and all the skills and all at the end like uh, when I go deeper then they say like you know they want to um, yeah like girlfriend or something. In, in my views, like ninety five percent of the guys like they're like emotionally healthy guys on the on the right you know emotional part is working there are some other type of guys like i will say five percent of this population they will be slightly different but they want to get loved you are correct and uh, at the end like you know somebody comes in the game in the start even for me also um, 
when you come in the game and you want to go on like this sex rampage, you know, you get the skills and you go on like, uh, um, you know, in Germany, in Berlin, like uh, I did a lot of crazy stuff uh, all over the world, actually. And then like you get slow down and uh, sometimes uh, normally the guys, uh, uh, they come, they learn the game and they get like, okay, they're getting late, late, late. And after that, they want like a relationship and they want, they are slowing down, want relationship. And uh, uh, end goal is like majority of the time, end goal is, I will say 100% of the time, like when we re remove that 5% people, but end goal is always like they want to, have a girl who is loving them for who they are not for their money not for their like you know all this stuff um and that's why sometimes uh, i see like when you are getting girls through game through your personality through your character charisma uh, you are filtering out the girls who want you for your money or for your like high status i mean high status is i i i i won't mind like people have high status it's good but sometimes you attract a different type of girls also then you have to vet them like so the uh, like i got the girls uh, uh, um, like i'm not on job center now but in the in the old days i was on job center i don't know like you have in uk also some social benefit yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. system yeah so yeah, i lost my universal, job universal credit is called now <laughs> i was on that about five years ago i had 24 about 82 to my name <laughs> yeah so i lost my job uh, i was like so much um, i was so much i will not say obsessed but i have a personality that if i'm not getting su success i don't like deviate that okay this is something missing in me then i have to get this handled what happened like a lot of guys come in the game and they're not getting laid and then what happens oh you have to do self-help you know you have to do this thing focus on making money focus dude i'm working in Volkswagen it consultant what how much how much more money i will make so i should get laid if i'm not i was not getting laid and it was like getting issue and then trying like what works uh, tried like many boot camps it didn't work out and then it was i was so much like kind of like uh, stressed out uh, my performance and job just like goes down and i lost my job and then i <clears throat> in this like in germany we have a, a bit better social security system i guess better than uk definitely so you can really like you can really live without doing any job the whole life <laughs> if you trick the, the government so uh, but uh, that was not my the issue with me i really literally wanted to get late so then i decided um, like uh, instead instead of like searching a new job again first get this thing handled because I cannot just ignore this fact that I'm not getting laid and again going back to the new job like let first and then I spent like a lot of time in like researching and going out and everything and uh, I started to get laid I had like uh, multiple girlfriends um, uh, and uh, I was having no money actually and uh, all the girls I was getting I still get in the sense they were I'm talking about like 10 years ago 2013 14 so uh, I, I I remember I in my apartment uh, like 
girls came and then they go and i was just you know cooking some food at home and uh, going going to some mcdonald's or like you know for 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 a walk or something nothing special but uh, it was the your personality your charisma your character i i i built up and that got me many girls and, and they got hooked also with me in 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 relation and uh, that's something like you know every guy need to develop that kind of personality that kind of charisma when they are coming in game and then the money part is when the money part is added when you build your career and everything that will help you but uh, now you can keep the girl because of your you don't need money for for keeping the girl of course like when you're going for you you are leveling up then all these things matters also of course but uh, uh, the the building that character that that personality that is very important in my views <clears throat> yeah we've definitely got different opinions about this because i agree build your character but to be honest this is purely my perspective I just don't see why you would want to be living that life, right? I don't see why you would not want to have money. I don't see why you would not want to have a successful career. I would. I don't see why you would not want to go through the process of developing yourself first before you actually do this. Like this is like purely my perspective, but I, I'm always saying to guys in in the ideal world, in my opinion, uh, if you actually want to get results from this and actually have good mental health along the way as well so you're not just living in absolute squalor and you can't even afford dates for girls the goal for every man should to become the most fuckable version of himself and then simply use game as a means of delivering delivering the value that he's built to the world right because i'm sure there will be guys who listen to this listen to what you said and i don't disagree or agree with it whatever um they'll listen to it and they'll think they don't have to try all they need is game and game trumps all i think that is the biggest pile of horseshit that comes out of this industry where game trumps all you just need to learn the lines you know get a better personality or whatever and the girls will come to you i don't subscribe to that in the slightest for me every man should do whatever is within his power to look and feel as good as he can look and i actually think day game or cold approach should be the last thing that you focus your attention on. I think you should have a stable career. I think you should have built a decent body so you're actually in shape. I think you should have built good social skills before you even consider putting yourself in front of girls because this is the hardest thing that guys will ever do. I think the rejections are easier to stomach when you know in yourself you've actually got value to give. If I didn't have any value at the moment, I was didn't have any money, I was still on universal credit like I was, I didn't have anything going for me, I would just see it as a complete waste of time to be going out there and approaching girls because I didn't feel complete in myself. And I think when you're operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack, that's when you win. But I, 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 res I respect uh, that stance that you have. It's just not the way that I go about it. You know, I, I will explain you what, what I mean to say pro clearly. So the thing is, uh, when I was not getting results, I was having a good career. I was like almost reaching to the senior IT consultant in Volkswagen. And I was like, for that standard, I was earning like 52K euros which is i mean now you will get much more after 10 years uh, but at that time it was really good i was above average earning in germany i was above average in income scale you know so everything was career was good i was going to gym and everything was fine i mean 
like what else i needed to need to do so what what i mean to say here is this like some guys like um, they the it guys doctor engineers and they build the career and all and they are still they think that they they i was having this this option at that time listen uh, okay i i work more on my career i can become i i have to i study like or certification and i become senior consultant so maybe from 52k maybe i will get 65k yeah uh, and will it achieve my goal that's the question i was thinking to myself saying to myself will it achieve my goal i have to i spend all my weekend studying uh, more further studies and will it achieve my goal then i say i need to find an evidence that if i do something then i that will achieve my goal so i we had a project lighter we say team leader in 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 well, sometimes use german word team leader and he was six he was senior and team leader he was earning 65k and uh, uh, and I ask, like, you know, how the things are going in his dating life, because I became like very friendly with everyone in my in my team. And he said, like, yeah, um, uh, I he was 43 at that time. Yeah, my girlfriend left me. And then I am I meet started to meet I my girlfriend left me. And now the guy who banged her, he don't want her. And now she's coming back to me. And then he said that he don't want her. And now I said, like, so now what you're doing? So he said, like, there is a website. In, in the old days, we had like this, this parship.de. So we, I was, I'm like writing a girl on parship.de. Six months when then we meet, she's 38. And now, like, you know, I'm together. And so are you happy? And he said, yeah, it's okay. Like, you know. So then I, I said to myself, like, if I choose his path of like building career more and everything, will I get the will I get success? I said, no, I have to admit that I'm not getting results and I have to fucking solve this problem now. So that's what I mean. Some guys, what you're saying, like maybe what you're saying is for the guys who are in younger 20s. But still, in your case also, I will still suggest the guys that they should also focus on path, they, they should focus on building career and everything, but they should focus on getting like also, they have to give few years of time and solve this issue that they can, if, if a guy, listen, this is very important, if a young guy can solve, can get the confidence that I can go out in the club or in the street and all, I can get laid. Then the stress, the stress, the tension from his mind will go away. And then he can focus better on the business and the career and everything. There was a one guy uh, from Canada. I will release his documentary soon. He came to me. And he said that, uh, yeah, I saw your infield videos. Uh, and then he, we did the boot camp in uh, in Berlin. He got like he pulled the girl in the boot camp, and then he went back to Canada. And then he got laid, and he went on like sex rampage all over the Europe also. And he was sending me the pictures of the girls he's getting laid. And then after like one year, I asked him like, you know, how the things are going on, and he he told me that he is doing some uh, uh, day trading course. Now he's completely focused on making, he said, now I want to go the next level because uh, now he's not thinking about 
get, oh, I will get laid. Oh, uh, maybe I will get laid or not get laid. That's, the, the, he met me and the stress tension is gone. He solved this issue. He said that he go out. He knows that he can get laid, but he don't want to go out now. He want to build for completely focus on career and he want to make millions. Then he started this uh, day trading course and he went to this and he's quite successful in his doing what he's doing day trading. He was IT consultant. Now is I think he's completely in this day trading and he's making millions. So in that way, I think that if a guy able to find sort out this issue that in his mind that he can get laid and then he's focusing on, you know, um, uh, uh, what we say, then he's focusing on building career path or these things and everything. Uh, then it is much better, uh, in my views. If you if you know, there is a like Osho. Uh, there is a, a spiritual guru in the old days, like Osho. He told like um, I've not been into it very deep, but he said that because you want to do meditation, but you're thinking about sex all the time, then you cannot focus. Then do the do the sex first get this get this out of what we say from the table get the sex out after sex you can focus much more you enjoy much more you can focus much more on meditation because now you have no stress or tension is going on he was a controversial figure but there's something like you know i will say yeah no i i agree with that the 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 stance i was taking was if a guy has literally got nothing going on in his life he's out of shape he <clears throat> is still living with his parents he's got atrocious social skills and he's got no plans for the future there's it's a complete waste of time for this man to be doing day game he needs to get his life handled first i'm not saying that he needs to be on Paris Fashion Week, be a men's health cover model or be some rip-roaringly successful entrepreneur. But you do need to get the basics in check, right? And I think for a lot of guys who stumble into this, very lonely guys who just want to be wanted, they do think that day game is a cheat code into the sexual marketplace and they get brainwashed by the brain dead into believing that game trumps all. Game is a fantastic thing to do. I think it's any self-respecting man should be able to go over to a woman who he finds attractive and start a conversation. But there are guys who will follow this content and they simply just don't have any value to give yet. Now, I, I agree with your point that, look, I was 23 when I started this. My main, my main um, currency in the sexual marketplace was my charisma, right? I was getting girls who on paper I shouldn't have got in my opinion, because my, my social skills were so good, because I'd built this bulletproof character after spending 10 years developing mm -hmm. it, right? The guy who I worked with in Warsaw, Ephraim, he's 23 years old. He's got his career on point. He's a programmer. He's making over 100K a year already. He'd worked in sales previously, so he was used to getting rejected, getting the nose. All he needed was rep all he needed was volume because he built the rest of the stuff at the back end now mm -hmm. day game could be exactly what it needed to be for him and hopefully for a lot of the guys who are listening to this as well guys who've already built up some value in their lives it simply means of delivering that value to the world but i agree once because the thing that he said to me was interesting and resonates with what you said he said to me now he's got the women's side of things handled. He can actually focus on what actually matters. So now he can spend time with his family. He's not going to be in his head thinking, where's his next meal coming from, right? He's able to now know, because this is, a, this is an important thing as well. He's now in the abundance mindset, right? But 
abundance isn't always having it's knowing you can have right there's a new you can get here yeah. it's a distinction right the guy who knows how to hunt will never be scared of going hungry because he's got the skills to acquire yes. people think that abundance is always having it's not that if i was to go to tasmania tomorrow and know nobody no girls no network I wouldn't feel needy because I've got the skills to acquire. And I think that's the greatest superpower for any guy of learning day game. Once you have got, like, once you're like a five out of 10, I would say, across the board, the way you look, there's a difference between being good looking and looking good. I, I used to like absolute horseshit. Look at my older videos. Like, if you're like a five out of 10 finances, five out of 10 looks, five out of 10 social skills, then fucking good luck to you. You'll do well with day game. But there are a lot of guys who are like a two out of 10 or best across the board who need to level up first, even if it's going to take like three months, right? You can do a lot in a month just to get to that threshold where it's actually realistic of them to get results. And final thing I'll say is if you are a young guy, leverage your relative value. This is how I got points on the board early on in my career. When I started, I was 23 years old. It was during the pandemic in Leeds in the UK, which is a big university city, right? So mm -hmm. I was realistic with myself. I was like, listen, mate, you are not going to be able to pull the absolute tens with where you're at in your life right now. You've hardly got that much value to give on a relative scale at 23 years old. So I was just pulling university students. If you're a young guy and you've got a decent amount of social skills too, yeah? Um, best thing you can do, go around the university campuses because you're able to leverage relative value because the guys that the 18, 19 year old is spending time with are the clueless students who are eating pot noodles, right? So you'll instantly stand out relative to what she's used to. You can even go abroad to somewhere like where, where I was in Warsaw, right? I know you're going there soon. If you go into Warsaw, massive student population, you're able to not only lever leverage your relative value, you're also able to leverage the foreign factor as well. Oh, this is a, an exotic guy who I don't usually uh, come into contact with. Ephraim, mm -hmm. the guy who was coaching, he's a five foot nine black guy, right? He absolutely killed it in Warsaw because he was leveraging relative value of rarity, right? Before we met up, he was like, oh, I'm really not sure. He had the self-limiting beliefs. I'm really not sure how the women are going to respond to me. I'm literally the only black guy here. And just a simple reframe that I give to him being like, mate, mm -hmm. those looks that you're getting, they're not indicators of disinterest. They are indicators of interest. They're looking at you because you're rare. Like the reason gold is so valuable is because it's rare. So mm -hmm. you're going into these conversations and your looks are the open. The fact that you're so violently differentiated, you're going to get results. And he absolutely cleaned up. Like he was in like multiple figures in terms of the girls that you actually end up getting with within our four weeks together. And I think it was just a simple mindset shift. But yeah, if you're a young guy, leverage your relative value. Go have fun yeah. with the students. Yeah, I mean, like when you're young, then you have a leverage of looks also because uh, it is easy to maintain looks when you are young because your metabolism is like really good. Once you like getting older, then it's tough. So uh, you can literally like, like, you know, getting get good when you're younger because the looks, pa looks part is on your favor. Definitely. Older you get, it's going to get tougher and tougher because your metabolism, like for me, like I'm, I will be 45 this year. So I, I definitely see like I have to put much more effort compared to when I was in early 30s or something like in 20s. I didn't even, I didn't even care what I was eating. So definite, but I started game with 31, actually started game with quite late. Uh, so uh, I was still like fine, but now I see like you have to put more effort. So if younger the guy is, they can get results quicker. 
because the looks part is definitely yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes and no. I looked absolutely atrocious at 23 years old against the guys watching this. Look back at my older videos. I really do think that, and look, you've got more experience in life than I do. I might be trying out my ass, but I'll say it anyway, because what I believe. I truly think that if you dedicate yourself to yourself and you actually put the reps in, right? If you're older, fine, I accept that. But, mate, I see, like, I saw you did an interview with the guy, the bulldog mindset bloke, right? Him, yeah? Like, he's looking spectacular now, right? And he looks way better than he did in his 20s. So, yeah, point being, like, I don't really think age, like, unless you're, like, 60 years old, whatever, I, I do think that the way you look is a product of the decisions that you make day by day. And like I say, I look way better now than I did at 23. I would like to think when I get to, let's say, 35, I'm going to look better than I do now. So, I don't know. I think it's a mindset thing. I think. I really tell you. That with like the how it will be like you're 26 so till 35 it will be fine when you start to reach like 37 38 you start to see i was i was doing i mean it is all fine uh, he's on he's on trt actually so that is the, that is definitely a game changer for the older guys so uh, so i say like 35 is still like you can everything is fine but with 37 when you start to touching the 40s then the you start to see like the way the effort you have to put in in the earlier time now you have to put more effort than now you have to put more strict in diet everything so it is get it will start to get slightly tougher you can still i can still get it I, I it's not like i'm i'm not like uh, for my age i have started to go to gym uh, due to some health i was not doing it now i have started so i will get back in shape uh, um, uh, so uh, you can still do it but you have to be more uh, disciplined in the later stages so uh, I say like uh, like if you sort out like earlier, then it will be good. But if if you are starting it late in forties, it is still you can still get it. It is not like you cannot get the results and everything. Uh, younger you are, the more uh, maybe like uh, when you started, you didn't use you, you now you have like focusing on very much on looks maxing and everything part of the things if you would have known it earlier you would have started now these days like 17 18 year old guys are also doing this looks maxing thing uh, so they can when you are aware of what you are doing actually when i was learning game i didn't aware the looks matters the looks matters concept i mean i i knew these things but uh, i was so much on the game so i have some infield i look like really right like I, when I see, I say like, "What the fuck?" I'm, I'm oh, looking same, so shit. Mate, same, uh, same. But I was like, I have like, I was pulling girls at that time, and yeah. um, uh, at that time, it was uh, the game. The game level was definitely like very high. Uh, then I did experiment. There was in the old days we had this. I don't know if you know this guy, GLL, good looking loser. You don't know oh, that yeah, was the heard, yeah yeah I've heard of him. That was the main guy. What we say, who bring the concept of looks maxing? Actually, people don't know about it, but he he was he came in 2012, and uh, uh, we me and my other friend we were having argument that uh, I said like uh, uh, he he bring this concept of basic guy game and escalation everything really like uh, good things also in the, in this uh, community. So. Um, 
one day I decided like, okay, I'm doing game. When I was teaching guys, so what happened was like some guys, like some 19-year-old German guy, like tall, six feet two, and, uh, and I am teaching him resistance, how to deal with the reason. He just stand in front of the girl. I said like, you know, oh, what the fuck? He don't need my game. I mean, it is very easy for him. Then I started to think like, okay, the looks do part, play game uh, in, in, in this, you know, pickup. Um, I, I, not everyone need that level of game. Some, then I teach him like simple basic guy game approach and like uh, approach, lead, close, escalate and close and it worked for him. And then I did, okay, let's do it on my, so in, uh, later uh, I started like focusing on my diet and everything. And I saw like uh, when I improve my, like um, this, um, the, you know, control my fat and like looking better. I definitely saw that uh, uh, with the same level of game, I can get even higher quality of girls, way higher quality of girls. That definitely I saw. So yeah. I um yeah, just just to people watching this because I was in this situation myself two and a half years ago where I, I genuinely looks like shit. And whenever people would say looks like looks matter, it would always like hurt me slightly because like, oh fuck, like I'm gonna I'm gonna miss out here. Massive difference between being good looking and looking good. That's what you need to understand. There is a huge difference between being good looking and looking good. And it is within any man's power to improve upon what he's got. And we look, we've, we've all got a genetic baseline that we're working with, right? Every single one of us has. But the way you win is not by complaining about the cards you've been dealt, but playing your hand to the best of your ability. And I would say the two yes. main areas for guys to focus on, fitness and fashion, okay? Get yourself into good shape because you'll get more respected as well in the workplace, right? There's no reason on this earth for any man to be overweight or out of shape. There's literally none, right? There's like, you can get all the equipment, gyms are cheap enough, get yourself in shape. You'll get more respect from women as well. Like they can't be... They can't be turned on by a guy who they don't respect, right? So it's just a respect thing, right? And in terms of your fashion, men's fashion's easy, right? It's just color and fit. Find the colors that look good on you. If you are struggling, hire a personal stylist or get a friend to go clothes shopping with you and tell you what looks good on you. Um, but I, I agree with what Torero used to say, which was um, being good looking or looking good is an open, right? It's an open. It gets you, it can get you through the door, right? But looks on their own in my opinion are not enough right because you can get it and you've probably had it as well with students where you're working with a ridiculously good looking guy and it almost stops him from approaching because he's got more to lose right if you take like a stereotypical ugly guy he's more ferocious with his approaching because he's like fuck it i've got nothing to lose but the guy who looks like he just come off a catwalk is petrified of being rejected because he's never had it before in warm approach environment so when you it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier you can have the great body the glittering career and you could look really good but if you still don't have the confidence to approach it's like buying a lamborghini but being afraid to drive it so it's holistic it's about being the full package it's using this to deliver your value to the world and understanding that so i think the important thing when you when you do look good, you're going to get more looks from girls. And this is actually the way that I prefer day gaming now, where I will leave the house knowing that I look good, operating from that place of wholeness. So I've, I'm, I'm brimming with self-adoration. Right? I feel good about myself. And as soon as I get looks from girls, so like IOIs, that then becomes a warm approach. And I think that really is how you get results from this in the modern day. You look as good as you can look. 
you leave the house wearing good clothes that are fit well on your body. And then as soon as you get looks from girls, I've got a video on this so the guys can watch it. As soon as you get looks from girls, you go over there, smile on your face. Like, I just saw you checking me out. You can't just walk on by without at least saying hello. The warm approaching method, in my opinion, works way better than traditional cold approach because she's seen you, she likes you, she's probably thinking about fucking you, and now you're in front of her. So I think that's why building your looks threshold is important because you'll get more looks and then you can actually act on them but acting on them is the key there's no good just getting looks if you don't do anything with them you actually have to go and say hello so yeah uh if guys are struggling with that i would say get that get that sorted yeah i think like uh, the warm approach what we say like in the, the pickup we say approach invitation which is uh, which is always a good to have but not every guy is blessed with that and there, like, we have, like, what we say, like, you know, proper game is required, like, how to approach, how to hook them in conversation, what the, exactly you say, everything that the game part is required, because uh, what you're saying, that is, uh, like, uh, that that can work for, like, some people, but uh, uh, not for everyone. So I agree in the sense, like, I, I, I prefer also to have, like, AI, what we say, approach invitation, warm approach, in other words, we say. But uh, not every guy will get, like, warm approach. Uh, uh, so they, I mean, even if, like, what we say, like, there is a look, there is a limit to the looks maxing, what we say. There is a limit to looks maxing. And after that, you have to max out your game also. Because looks maxing is still an easy job. If somebody is saying going to the gym and building muscles is easier than going out and getting rejected and you know <laughs> improving your game definitely going to the gym is easier uh, compared to you are like you know going out in the field and approaching and give and you know making your skills so what the easier part you should always do and then like you know focus on like game also that's what i say and um, not every guy i will say like uh, will get this 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 luxury of warm approach so definitely well yeah just just to say on this I, like yeah i i agree on this first first thing i'll say about this two and a half years ago i wasn't getting any looks right so i've i've, I've built that i've built myself into the sort of person who can get looks so i believe it is within the power of any man to get more looks than he's currently getting also, I'm not saying that I'm dependent on this as a source of income, right? Do I still cold approach? Absolutely, right? I still do it. But in terms of actual hardcore results, the warm approach, in my opinion, is more conducive. Um, but when when you... Um, sorry, lost my train of thought. Let me, let me catch up. Cold approach. But yeah, when, 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 you're, when you are going out there, I think something that I agree with uh, the black pill ideology, where they talk about geomaxing, right? So changing lo your location in order to get those looks from girls, like I was saying about before, because you're now a rarity, right? So I would say to guys, obviously, everyone's got different lifestyles. Not every guy can just hop on a plane and go live somewhere else. But even if it's just for like a week-long immersion that you do with yourself, like, for example, if you're a black guy listening to this, Poland is your place like they absolutely love black guys out there <laughs> and by changing your location you can change your results because you might not be getting love Germany Germany I will also suggest Germany yeah, is right. also good yeah exactly so it's like you gotta play the game strategically right like you might not be getting looks in London because there's a lot of black guys in London right so rather than rather than if you are a beginner to this rather than having your uh, beginning immersion phase in london 
go and do it where you're going to be able to get better results, right? It just makes common sense. You don't have to live out there. But if you're a black guy, Sweden as well. I know a guy who... Went Sweden, yeah. Sweden, black guy. He's a massive rarity. So like I was saying before, it's about playing your hand to the best of your ability. Find the girls you like and find the girls that actually like you. Like when I was in Brazil... Like, I was getting looks left, right, and center more than I would have done back in Leeds because it's like, we don't see this. It's, 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 you've got the fucking gringo effect, right? And I speak a little, <laughs> bit, of Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. I a little bit of Portuguese. So it's just, it's just being strategic about it. I like to take snippets from all of these different pills. I agree with mm-hmm. um, a decent amount of black pill ideology. Um, there's a lot of, I think, coaches who will shy away from it and not admit that parts of the black pillar ideology are actually pretty practical i think the whole g ge- i mean they call it geomaxi i mean the concept's been around since the fucking dawn of man it's why guys go on holidays like lads holidays to fucking magaluf or ibiza right you're going there to get laid right but like being strategic being like right what do i have how can i leverage this i'm a black guy i'll go to poland and i'm most likely to get results there yeah 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 that's like that's correct like geomaxing and uh... Not everybody able to do it, but yeah, definitely like in you know, it can help. It can help. Uh, so in your case, for example, uh, you are like um, uh, British. So which country you prefer, like uh, where you get the best results, actually, uh, which where where you have got the best uh, warm approach, approach invitation or like a girl interested in you? Brazil. Brazil. OK. Yeah. Rio de Janeiro. Um, I was there at the start of this year, January, February. I mean, look, if you go to Brazil for the carnival, like, uh-huh. it's not, bro, it's not even game anymore. Like, as long as no. you've got the the thing with Brazil, right? They do prioritize beauty. It's a very, it's a vain culture. They won't go to parties. The first question they'll ask is how many beautiful people are going to be there, right? That's literally it's a commodity. It's the highest commodity in their sexual market. Mm-hmm. But the second one, which I would say is almost at par with that, is your charisma. Right. I, I was like in like somewhere like Copacabana, for example, you're watching um, Brazilian guys interact with the Brazilian girls. And these are not stereotypical, like good looking guys. Like you, everything everyone thinks Brazilian guys are all good looking. Right. They, they weren't. But what they had in abundance was this bulletproof charisma where it's who can light up the room the most. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would I would say Brazil is a fantastic place to give you an experience of it's not game anymore. Right. It's pure intersexual dynamics where like approaching a girl on the beach is completely normal. You don't have to run the whole like, oh, I just saw you. You look a little bit French. What are you doing today? You literally just go over to her and be like, Manina, Manina, how are you? Like you just assume familiarity. Mm-hmm. You've already been sleeping together for the past five years. That's how their culture is. And none of this like okay. robotic, systematic, oh, I just saw you over. No, it's none of that shit. The big group of girls over there. Great. Let's just go sit down by them. I think it's amazing for any guy to go over there to experience. Because then the key is... I was then able to bring that back with me to all the other locations that I've gone. And my, let's just call it game, improved exponentially. Just me as a person, I completely transformed in Rio because of what it taught me. Like, it just told me, like, like just go and talk to girls as though you're already sleeping together. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, it gives you this permission to do what you want because it's not a big deal out there. And you quickly realize that when you give yourself permission to do the thing, like even in the UK, where they've like passed bills, where it's like illegal to like go over to somebody or some bullshit, what doesn't even apply. Um, it just all goes out your head. because It's like biology is biology. Men are men, women are women. Everyone wants to connect. 
Um, it's about being the most confident person in the room. And this is not me saying, oh, just be confident, bro. Like, that's horseshit advice, obviously. But mm-hmm. under- understanding that really, like, that, that bulletproof character that you build by doing difficult things and, and leveraging the, the, the relative value by going to these al- alternative locations, it's amazing. And even for me, like, like if, 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 Bra- if Brazil itself was a coach, I would be giving it the best testimonials ever because it changed my life going there. Oh, okay. And uh, have you been to Southeast Asia or something like some of these yeah, places? Been, have you yeah, been there? Been, yeah, Thailand and Cambodia. Uh, how it is not, your experience? Not, yeah, it's not game over there either. If you've got a thousand, <laughs> if you've got a thousand bar, you can do anything over there, mate. Okay, so you don't need game there, like? No, you really don't. Oh. I know this guy. And he won't mind me saying this. I know this guy. He lives in the UK. I won't name the exact C for anonymity. He has got an atrocious track record with day game, right? Like about 99% of his approaches just do not end well, right? Just a guy, a friend of mine. We've known each other, just like mutual friends. He's actually now in Thailand. He's been there for three weeks. I think that <laughs> the, the first like week that he was there, he got laid three times, right? So I think, to be honest, when we were saying before about getting receiving love from the feminine right getting that validation early on in your career i think that's an amazing thing for for a guy to do go to somewhere like thailand where basically sex is an expectation like this guy is not getting results in the uk very rarely he goes over thailand he gets laid three times in a week right so i actually think that's a great idea for a guy who's struggling <clears throat> wait a minute what i did yeah correct yeah. No, no, it's okay it's all good yeah, I think that's actually a very practical thing for a guy to do. Go over to Southeast Asia, right? Mm-hmm. Get points on the board. Show yourself that you actually are fuckable. And then you're going to bring back momentum, right? You get momentum when you get laid. That's just how it is. Even if it was on, like, easy mode, you still had to approach. You still had to do something. She still had to deem your DNA worthy of replication, so, yeah, I would say there's a guy who's been in the game, let's say he's been in the game for 10 years, uh, he's done like 10,000 approaches and maybe one girl smiled at him. I would say, why not go over to Thailand, spend a week there, you know, get laid like a rock star. Oh, okay. And then it, almost, it almost resets your brain for success. Just thoughts. So, so Thailand and like, for if you are like a um, like British, white, white British guy, then Thailand is also good or yeah. uh, brazil is good because thailand has uh, like a bit bad reputation for indians uh, this is something i have heard right. about i've never never been there so hmm. maybe in future i will check how the yeah, game is there mate, to, to be honest with you mate i feel like, uh, like I mean, huh? yeah like I'd, yeah look i i don't know what it's like to be an indian man right guys will always hmm. say to me, yeah i'm indian it's like well well i'm not right so what I say is, if you don't resonate with me because I'm a tall, white British man, then find someone else who you do resonate with. Like, now I'm aware of you, because like, I wasn't aware of you before this. Now when I get those comments from Indian guys who are like, I'm Indian, then this is probably not the channel for you then, my friend. Like, I, I, I want hmm. the content that I produce to truly help guide them to truly change their lives. And I can't be asked getting into these esoteric, dick-waving, pissing contests, being like, oh, but if you're this, and because I just see this a lot from other like white dating coaches, they'll try and give advice to every single guy. 
it's unrealistic of me. It's unrealistic of me to give advice to, let's say, an Indian guy because I don't know what it's like to be an Indian guy. It's like yeah, that's very honest from you, actually. It's like that's very honest. It's like, it's like me giving advice to Cristiano Ronaldo and how to play football. I am not fucking qualified for that. I think he should probably go to speak to Pep Guardiola because he can probably turn the thing or two. So. If guys want to get into that debate with me, it's not even a debate they can have with me because I fully accept their position. If they are a short, fat Indian man, I don't know what it's like to be you. And you're probably going to get pissed off by me. And anything that I say to you is not going to resonate with you because we don't have that shared experience. So what I will then do is say, listen, I do know a guy. He's called Deepak. I actually think he will help you transform your life because he can probably empathize with you. I will send him over to you or someone else. If I know a black dating coach, you black guys want to resonate. Do you know what I mean? Because I just feel as though in this space from what I've identified, there's far too many coaches who just want to be everything to anybody. And they want to try and like sell these guys this bullshit for me. Like, yeah, you can do it, bro. Just be confident. No, that's not what they need to hear. What they need to hear is advice from someone who actually understands them and has, has also got the success they want, like you have. That's very important. That's very important that like understand them and also getting the success with the girls yeah. who also they like to Correct. date. For example, yeah. if I would be like uh, an Indian guy who is getting laid in Delhi, yeah? yeah, in Delhi or in Mumbai, in India, and I'm giving international dating advices, it's not going to work because maybe a British, some guys living in England or in in USA or in Germany, they, okay, this guy's getting laid in Delhi and what the fuck, he don't know about culture. But if some immigrant, some outsider, like getting laid in England or in USA or bringing results or yeah. in Germany, then, okay, this guy is not look okay, this guy is Indian, but okay maybe he's speaking not perfect language or he has some accent but he's getting late with the girls we also like to get late yeah exactly so and, then, and then then and then and then that shatters everything all those self-limiting beliefs get dissipated there's a great quote yeah. um, what do i currently believe about the world to be true that isn't all right like what do you currently believe about the world to be true that isn't so you've got a guy sat at home i can't get laid because i'm indian then he sees you and your infield footage let's say in london which is a fucking difficult city to to, to get results at the best of times anyway but i think it's one of the best cities to actually learn this stuff because it's just hectic you know volume crazy people whatever um and then they see you uh, pulling the girls they want to pull and they can't find an excuse anymore, right? You said you're 45, you're Indian, and they're looking at you, and then you are the shining example that shatters their whole belief system. And for me, that's amazing. So, like, point being, guy says, Christian, what do I do? I'm Indian, I can't get results. Go and watch this video from this guy because I guarantee he will be able to help you more than I ever would be able to. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's interesting thing because UK has like a lot of multicultural, it's like completely multicultural society yeah. and you are from UK. So you must be getting like, what are the type of clients you get? Like uh, uh, when you get uh, like students, you said that you are not a fucking dating coach. So you are, you are a like day game coach, but you, <laughs> in no, your I channel, don't associate. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't associate with any of these fucking labels. I ain't a pick a eyes. I'm not a dating coach, I'm not a fucking day game coach or a fucking day gamer. The label that I attach to myself is a freedom from bullshit practitioner. Yeah, okay, the charisma coach. I, every, 
Yeah, every, 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 everything that I do is an extension of my freedom from bullshit personality. I believe that anything that terrifies you, it identifies where you're not currently free, right? So you're not free from bullshit. I think that is the driving force behind my life anyway. It's to be free, right? I have to uh, look at myself and say, right, where am I not currently free? So two and a half years ago, it was I was unable to go over and approach a girl because it was semi-scary because I'd never done it before. Right, I need to do this. So... A freedom from bullshit practitioner. I don't care how wanky or woo-woo it sounds. It's the best label that I've come up with because I've always seen myself as separate to all of this community. I've never seen myself as a PUA. I've never seen myself as a day gamer. I've never seen myself as a day game coach, a dating coach. I've just seen okay. myself as I've just seen myself as a guy who's been able to do the best with what he's got and is uh, a trailblazer for other guys mm -hmm. who also who also don't resonate that much with the pickup community because to answer your question the majority of guys who i work with they are high achieving busy city workers who don't want to have the label of day game attached to them right so the guys who i work with are regular normal guys they've got great careers they've got everything on paper it's just this one aspect of their life that they're struggling with it's just this deep sent deep-seated perceived lack of self-worth which everyone i don't care who you are everyone battles with it that sense that i'm not enough even with all the materialistic trophies that they've acquired they still have that avalanche of anxiety in the evenings where they doubt themselves right so the, the guys who i work with yeah high achieving busy city workers who resonate with me because i don't give off the vibe of a pickup artist if that answers your mm -hmm. question mm -hmm. so you get like guys from all races uh, i yeah. i'm sure like in uk so so in your views like uh, because i check your channel there was some indian looking guy a bit dark indian looking guy was there in wars i think it no, was, that was, that was he's, he's, he's black the thumbnail makes him look indian yeah he looks like indian actually <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know so Point okay the video got so many views bro people are like, oh indian click yeah he look indian actually he look indian yeah. and but he has like a very like he's, yeah uh, he's hair, half, hairstyle was he's half fijian yeah. half fiji ah okay 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 so the interesting thing is like so in it's so uh, so sometimes people say like uh, what 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 do you think like you are a white guy white like uh, because sometimes i see like you know people people you know like races and all do play a role and people think in that they have bias against one race and the other race or something like that and uh, it's a bit kind of like a taboo tap topic but uh, sub, but still like so you're a white guy and you you are you and you you think that you can get results to bring results to if somebody minority some black or some indian or like as long as it's not completely like you know uh, what are we saying like his SMV is completely in the basement like like a workable guy you can bring you can get results to them okay i think that i think that question is i'll, I'll answer it this way i don't claim to be able to get results whatever that whatever that actually means for every single guy who applies to work with me point being mm -hmm. i don't work with every guy who applies to work with me because not every guy is the right fit for my coaching and something else i will say as well which i think is interesting i think needs to be said it's not my job it's not my job i can't control this is a better way of phrasing it i can't control whether or not a guy sticks his penis inside of a woman 
right? That is out of my control. I can give him all of the skills. I can give him the entire playbook. I can tell him exactly what to do, but it's up to him to close that deal, right? It's like saying um, a personal trainer is not responsible if you decide to stuff your face with donuts at midnight on a Friday night, right? The, the, it's not the personal trainer's job. The personal trainer can hold you accountable 100%, but it's the willpower of the individual because it annoys me when guys say to me all the time, the only result, like what, what, what validates me as a coach is whether or not my clients get laid. That's not my job. It's not my job. It's not, it's not within my control if a guy sticks his dick inside of a girl. That's on him. Right. So in order in answer to your question, yes, every guy who is accepted to work with me will be left delighted beyond belief. I will go above and beyond to make sure that that guy got exactly what he signed up for, mm -hmm. which is getting over his AA, getting the entire day game playbook, having the bulletproof belief that he can go over to any girl and start a relationship, giving him the entire structure, telling him exactly what he needs to do on a day, holding him accountable for full for a full four weeks after we've worked together you can see all the testimonials on my website to actually legitimize my credibility but this is the one thing that irks me currently in this whole sphere guys will only look at credibility if my clients got laid it's not my job if a guy gets laid or not that's on him i will do everything within my power to make that a reality mm -hmm. so it's up to him if he put if he goes the full way no, makes sense. Makes sense. So, like, uh, so you have like uh, some, some, uh, like what we say, uh, um, sure, like you know, some multi, what we say, like minority clients, definitely, like you know, uh, in the coaching. So, in one way, like as a like you know, white British male, you can teach them what we say. Yeah, if somebody's I coming, a, I had a guy from the Philippines I was working with in London. Um, it was the last weekend in London before um, I came here. So he's not living in the Philippines at the moment. He lives in a, in a European city that I won't name just for anonymity. But yeah, he, he's a Filipino guy. So I'm sure guys who are watching this, if they're Filipino, they're following the, the subscribing to the believer. And in London as well, which I said, it's a cutthroat place. It's a very difficult city, even just to get girls to stop, right? And by the end of that week, it's actually on day two, actually, and I remember it vividly. The last conversation that he had was like kind of like a semi-instant date with this. I think she was a Polish girl. Mm -hmm. And he was in there for about 30 to 35 minutes, right? And he came mm -hmm. out that he came out that conversation and he was quite emotional about it. He had like, you know, like a little some tears in his eyes. He just looked at me. He's like, mate, like you you've changed my life. Like for him, that that meant everything, right? Because for, for some guys who are really like, because he he I think he's actually 40 years old so filipino guy 40 years old he's been wanting to do this for like years but he's just never pulled the trigger never took the action i think he saw his race as a limiting factor in mm -hmm. what he could accomplish and i knew because it's all individually tailored right i don't give the same fucking framework to every guy who comes through the door everyone's different we've all got our own needs we've all got our own goals and we all need to be given individually tailored advice and what i did for him at the start of our weekend together was just filled him with so much optimism, so much belief, reminded him that 
you're already setting yourself apart from 99% of guys who would never have the balls to do this. We started off nice and slow, asking people for directions around London. We'd go in together, then he'd go in on his own, start to build momentum. Now he was going direct compliments. Then he was doing it on his own without me needing to tell him. Then he eventually had this conversation with this wonderful girl. And then when I left him, uh, he had another instant date with this Polish, I think, YouTuber, whatever, I can't remember. But point being... Every every guy come, comes into this. Yes, we all we all want to get laid. We all want to receive validation from the feminine. But we were together for three days, and and for him having that experience with this girl, that that was it right there. Like that that was everything. That meant everything to him because of what what it cemented in his mind. What it cemented in his mind was he's worthy of being loved by a woman. Right? <laughs> she, she was she was so into him from the get go that he was able to satiate that craving. Uh, and I spoke to him yesterday, so now he's out in his European city doing it on his own. And he's saying to me, and this is, you know, a Filipino guy, 40 years old, he just wished that, he wished that he'd have done this soon. And for me, that that means everything, right? Like, look, we all need to make money. Uh, we all want to be making money from from the careers that we have. And he was not. He was. He must not be speaking perfect English, kind of thing. No, he wasn't speaking English, English. Like, I, I, which is a good point. Which is why I said to him at the start, like you're doing this in a foreign language. I couldn't do that, right? Doing this in a foreign language in a foreign city, and it's the first time that he's ever done this, right? And he literally just got off a plane, so he was sleep deprived as well, and. He, like just a shining example because like i can't film in fields without people's permission he didn't want to be on camera fine whatever it would have created great content with the client first um just 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 seeing that within him changed my own perspective like i learned something mm -hmm. there. every client that i have i learned something from them and he'll always have a special place in my heart because he was a shining example of what can be achieved when your belief system changes like Plato, Plato said, "People who people who tell stories rule the world." Okay, people who tell stories rule the world. So you have to make sure the stories you're telling yourself serve rather than strangle you. And I think mm. when you are when you are like deep down, let's say the black pill rabbit hole, you can't do it on your own. You need someone who understands you and who can lift you up because the rising tide lifts all the boats. You need someone in your corner who can believe in you. And I was that for him. And I truly want him to continue succeeding whatever success means to him um and keep me updated with his progress but yeah i think for me that was in in, in the two and a half years that i've been doing it i think it was one of my favorite experiences not because he got like 50 fucking lays not because he like not all that bullshit because he felt as though he was good enough right that's and that yeah. that, that, that and that, that was it for me so I I want to uh, that's that's good I, I want to I have this uh, want to know your views because I was criticized in the past like uh, some time to time like some people think that I am from Indian origin like uh, migrated to Germany like 2006 and uh, so uh, if 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 a like if a British guy uh, uh, they are coming then I cannot deliver results. So it was a big, big issue in 2017, 18. At that time, I was criticized a lot at that time. Maybe, I don't know, you were not in the game at that time. No, Even man. your, you know, your Jabba, that he knows me very well. And he'd give right. me challenge at that time. It was a big, so do, so, so like you can you can bring result to, uh, I saw like you can bring, bring result to some minority. So, uh, if we say reverse, then a minority can also bring result to a white guy as long as he has proven his skills. 
So it's what do you think? What what it is possible or what do you think? Because sometimes uh, I have seen some people think that no, like you know, he is not able to speak proper English and this and that. He may not able to know. We are not, he cannot able to bring results. But uh, if you see a like you know, in my case, I I may have uh, like face more toughness when it comes to game. Mm. So maybe I have better skills, logically well, speaking. Yeah, I mean, so I think I understand the gist of your question. Are you qualified? Are you qualified to teach white guys? Is that the question? Mm. Well, well, yeah. Because realistically, like, let's just be completely transparent here. I would say the majority of people who are Indian think that they've been dealt the worst hand. I'm just being completely transparent here, right? That's literally the comments that I see usually the most hateful comments are Indian guys who think that they can't get anywhere, right? So that's just me being completely transparent. So I, I would say you are the best person to teach white guys, right? Because on paper, right, if you're an Indian guy who's getting results from this, then you must be so credible if you're able to get results. If we are logically speaking that you are, you are um, impacted by your race, let's say, then surely... It would it's a no it's a no-brainer. Let's say I wanted to, okay, let's say I wanted to learn, right? I wanted to learn the skills that complete beginner shit, right? And I wanted to learn from somebody. And I had a choice between let's say you and James Tusk in the UK, right? I'd go with you. Why? Because you're different to me. And on paper, and this is again me being completely transparent, I think, right. He's an Indian guy. From what I've read, Indian guys really struggle with this. I think that's a fair comment. So I I would be blowing up your phone being like mate when are you available because you're a shining example of what can be achieved beyond the bullshit right like you are literally breaking every indian guy's self-limiting belief about themselves right so if you're inspiring indian guys who have it the worst then of course you're going to be able to deliver results from white guys and look we don't have any partnership i didn't have a fucking clue who you were like 20 minutes ago whatever it was i don't have any affiliation i don't get i don't get commission from yeah like whatever but it answers to your question. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. If a guy wants to learn this and he's white, then I feel like you'd be the best fucking person to learn from. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Plus your experience. Yeah. Plus your experience as well. You've been doing this. Yeah, you know, out. you've been doing this longer than your life. Yeah, it was like it was interesting time when we started like posting. Same, it was it was year two thousand fifteen. We are we are talking about mm. uh, so to sixteen and like I was starting posting like videos about me getting late, same day late, getting girl, getting you know, uh, showing the approach and then showing the date and then taking them home. So it was interesting. People started to say to me like, "This guy is not banging this girl." And I was, I have a business partner at that time. So they said like, these guys like doing some dry pull. This guy is, this guy is so ugly. And uh, even from UK and all like criticized, like this guy's just doing dry pull, fake bounce back and all these things. And I was, I was like, I was so like, what I said, like, you know what I should prove. I'm not even showing the number. I'm showing the complete. And then at that time, YouTube was slightly reluctant, you know? So I said, like, you know, I said to my friend, like, uh, we have to show the real deal. Like, so I started to show something. I don't want to tell like in on 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 this live stream but i was showing beyond like taking them home and like you know some fun stuff then they they started to say to me you know they started to say this guy's paying girls this guy's these guys these are like all actress and i said to my friend dude i'm on fucking job center i <laughs> i was building my business 
Yeah. Um. Just, just so just to intercept there, because I, 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 I know look, um, with, with with YouTube, right? With with YouTube, you're always going to get people who hate you, you, regardless of what you do, right? Even even Mother Teresa will have people who fucking hate her, right? And that woman was a paragon of uh, angelicness, right? So. Point being, obviously, you've you've learned from this, but pe people want to see you do well, but they don't want to see you do better than them, right? So when yeah. you were seeing your infield and you were shattering all of the beliefs around this community, they they wouldn't like it because you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, and then you will then get the criticism. But just just purely as you won't need this advice, but I'm going to give you it. I'm going to give you it anyway. Yeah. You you. You never ever need to validate your own credibility, right? No, because, because it it never ends, right? The, the yeah, yeah, you're right. But in, in one way, it was like it was like I was it was so much all over the place, and I said like, okay, so I need to show my my social security papers in the sense like you know, the, listen, I'm getting money from the job center. But it's you never, see, it's this is never, the, how I can pay enough. high. No, 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 but it, 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 it did like, you know, there's some people did believe like, but I have to show that if I'm earning like, if I'm getting 700 euro, I mean, how I can pay these like multiple, so many girls, it is not possible. So then yeah. like, you know, I have to like, to this level, I have to prove, you know, my credibility. So now it yeah, is... I still, I still, I still disagree, mate. I feel as though, because it's like, if someone said to me, you've got purple hair, it's like, well, I don't. So point being, it's like, when you actually know yourself, right? When you actually know yourself and you are getting criticized from the masses, usually from other coaches who want to bring you down, you just got to see it for what it is, because as soon as you start feeding on the bait, I 100% understand why you did it. I'd have done the same thing as well. Like, well, you want to prove, prove, prove. You do all that, and yes, some people might believe you, but it's never enough. That's the reason why addiction is so addictive, because it almost works. You'll never satiate the masses. The best thing that you can do to them is say, listen, if you don't believe me, that's absolutely fine. I know that my dick's getting wet. Fuck you. And then just continue because that's what, they just want the response, right? It's like the Black Pill guys. All, all the Black Pill guys want is for somebody to say, you're right. That's all they want. They don't care about anything else. They just want to be told they're right. They want their opinions to be validated because it then gives them permission to ruminate in their own egoic self-absorption. So, yeah, no, look, I understand why you do. I get my fair share of, of haters and other coaches who want to make, like, fucking ro roast videos on me, etc. I, I just I just see it for what it is. It's, it's babies crying in the pram who are scared that I'm going to overtake them. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like it, it was old days. Now it's not a problem because maybe at that time I had like this ego thing. I have to prove yeah. it to the community yeah, that can also yeah, because yeah. I just started it. So yeah. now it's more like I'm I'm get chilled out. I have like my girls and everything. Things are going really good, and getting back in game actually. And I have some questions for you. Well, just one thing actually. I'm just going to say to you quickly. If you ever do want to validate your lifestyle, use Instagram. Just post stories on Instagram, right? Just like little little photos of like the legs of the girls, or maybe like the the the, the fucking the bum of a girl if she's if she consents to it. Just take pictures with your girls. That's the receipts right there. You know. You yeah. Yeah. You don't need that, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, I, I, I was like, I'm just an introvert guy, you know, so I just fucking hate this Instagram story. I did it, this Instagram things and all I, I got to it. It is, it is a good thing. Yeah. So, so what do you think about like, uh, so you started game just like three or two, three years ago. So you'd never gamed in the older. So like, because the new, the new age game is like a lot of 
the social media and all. So what do you think like uh, this? Uh, the, I, I make a video about social media resistance. This is something new we started to see, which is like you get if you just get the girl's number and then it will be, you know, she's getting also hit on like on the Instagram, on Tinder and also what is your strategy in that situation? Like, you know, if somebody is coming to you or in your personal strategy in game, you play tight game, what 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 you do to deal with this thing? Because sure, like you may be getting some more flakes, but you have never seen what was you what you were getting in the older days. So you don't know, you cannot compare. Yeah, I think, look, Instagram's changed the game because now girls are getting more validation than they've ever got before. I wouldn't say Tinder, to be honest, is that much of a problem. Girls literally use Tinder for validation. They have no intention of going on to any of these guys. I know that because girls who I've been with have shown me their Tinder. They've got, like, fucking 6,000-plus matches. It's oversaturated. Like, they're not using mm -hmm. Tinder for anything else apart from to get their ego validated. So we won't bother with that. Tinder, if you're on Tinder, get the fuck off Tinder. You ain't getting laid from that unless you're literally like 0.1% guy. So forget about that. Um, I think Instagram is a very useful tool. Now, not many guys want to put in the work to create a good Instagram, right? So that's on them. I think Instagram is great because what Instagram can be is a portfolio for pre-selection. Right. If mm -hmm. you have photos of you with other girls on your Instagram profile, you've got a high follower account and you've got a low following count. So you can go over to my Instagram, it's at Christian Magician. Okay. At Christian Magician, you can see my profile. It's not the best profile by any stretch of the imagination, but it documents my passion, which is magic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can see me you can see me performing magic to attractive girls, right? So I've got the mm. pre-selection elements also tied into what I used to like to do, right? So Instagram is an amazing landing page to you almost allow the profile to do the work for you, right? So if you have like a lackluster conversation with a girl, like you really weren't on form, maybe it's the first one of the day, you've got like mm -hmm. a shaky Instagram, but then she then goes onto your profile and she can see that you are a serious fucking guy. The silence does the work for you. And then she gets more invested by the profile that you've built, right? Now, you don't want to be dependent on Instagram. I always prefer to take the phone number because it's a kind of weird reason. But I just think like receiving a text from somebody, it mm -hmm. hits the dopamine receptors differently, in my opinion. Like, Because like, as we know, girls are getting flooded with DMs. And even if you were that guy to cold approach her, she's still got like hundreds of them that she also needs to go through. But she's mm -hmm. not getting that many text messages from guys, especially the way that I text girls. I take my texting extremely seriously. I, I voice mm -hmm. message girls. Right? I voice message girls. I've got um, I've got a voice messaging video, like a full how-to guide on my channel. It's fucking great. I love it. No. But voice messaging girls, it sets you apart. Not only have you got the audacity to approach her on the street, now you're pinging her voice messages, right? So... I, I don't think social media is like a problem. Maybe people portray it to be a problem. I think it can only be a good thing if you use it strategically, right? Get your like not nine photos of you, like maybe looking good with friends, with girls. Use it as a landing page. Just use it as a backup option because girls will literally, they'll just test you. Like, oh, let's change, let's exchange Instagram. No, I'll take your number. Uh, drop me your number. I'll send you one message. You can do whatever you want with that. Be giving her the phone as you're saying this. It's just a nice little move just so she actually is compliant with it. Um, but listen, if you're a guy watching this and you're adamant that you don't want to create an Instagram profile because you're not narcissistic like that and you just don't want to put the time in to building the profile, you don't have to, 
But I do think having an online presence is important just to validate you as not a weird guy because I think girls just do get a little bit weirded out when you're not, when you don't have any social media presence. But let's say, right, you're not going to have any social media presence. You are just going to be like uh, Thomas Pynchon, American author. He's wearing a bag over his head. No one knew what he looked like. He's on an episode of Simpsons once. Um, let's say you don't want to do Instagram. You, you're, you're still going to get results from phone numbers. Yeah, you, I mean, I... You are. Uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, in my in my views, uh, how I see is that uh, like uh, if there are like many guys who come in the coaching and and like uh, who are watching this or uh, the the Instagram and they are not they are introvert and not because in one way like uh, when you are introvert then posting the story it, it's a bit kind of tough you know uh, if you are extrovert natural extrovert it is easy so in in my views like getting uh, having a good game quality game uh, uh, again i'm very technical in game i i just i'm like completely what we say nerd you can say very technical so getting good in game and like closing the girl with having that intimacy at the end that will make her remember you uh, much longer like in the sense like you know it will be having a more strong emotional impact on her mind um, and that you can still get results even if you are not having instagram and you find it too much cumbersome thing like you know this online thing uh, but you have to have a good quality game and after getting a uh, first if it is possible then you better close the deal right on the spot means sdl same day lay or something like that because the girls having a very strong impact uh, um, Good. Okay, I just subscribed, Christian. Okay, and this guy is saying so. What's he saying? Is he, is he subscribed to me? No, it's, it's uh, he's like so. You'll get some guys from my side. So what I was saying is, uh, there's another question. Have you? Maybe you have been here. So what I was saying is, uh, I forgot. Yeah, you uh, about if Instagram same day like. Yeah, if you have a strong emotional impact on her. Um, because when the girl having a, that emotional impact, they, it will be on the first date, it will be strong and then slowly, slowly it fades away kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, and then you close the deal as quick as possible. You can still get late. Uh, you can still get girl. Oh, what I was saying is that after sex, girl is more responsive because she the sex is the most like what we say, bring the most strongest emotional impact on the girl, and then she's more likely to meet you or to go out with you, and she will forget about all this Instagram thing and all. So in the in the if, if you are doing the real game, and when you able to close the deal. Mm -hmm. on the same day if the logic sticks are in the favor that's the best thing or even like taking the number with this with a strong emotion like strong intimacy man to woman connection that can still get you result because she will because she saw you in real and then she will be remembering it it's not like now she has the emotional impact for the next uh, six months and you write her after three months and uh, and hoping that she will respond no it is not going because the emotionality fades away slowly 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 yeah you want to make sense it the, you want yeah you want to hit it you want to hit it when the buying temperature is at its highest right and yes yeah look sex is the ultimate frame control right like when you've give the girl a mind-blowing experience and she knows that you are irreplaceable and she's not going to get that from anyone else then yeah they will they will chase you like a hungry animal right and actually very interesting 
Um, yeah, maybe I would actually recommend that guys do this. When I first started my journey for the first year, because I knew that I knew I wanted to get really good at this. I wanted to literally be the best like there's ever been when it came to day game, right? And I knew I wanted to get really good at it. And I knew that I wanted to coach it as well. So I, I had a rule myself, right? For the first year, every single girl who I slept with, I would never see them again, right? It was just like a, a one and done type of deal because I knew it would slow me down. If I met a girl that I really liked, I'd get comfortable with her. I'd be getting regular sex. I wouldn't be hungry to go out and, and practice my skills. So I, had mm -hmm. a, I was actually very transparent actually on the day. Just a, this is just the type of person I am. I like transparency. So when we're out on the day, I literally would just pre-frame it with, listen, you know this is only like a one-time thing, right? And she's like, she's on it because I'd already made it clear in like the initial interaction that that's what was going to be the case. But I would recommend to any guy for the first year of learning, let's say, game, don't this is completely up to you but don't don't go back to any of the girls who you slept with because and this is the most important thing it it demonstrates the craziness of female nature when you push them away they want to come back i was having to block girls on my phone they were finding me on facebook they're also finding my youtube channel and be like what the fuck is this? <laughs> I like, like finding me through different avenues because I was the guy who said no to them after the first time. Like the other guys were getting suffocated in scarcity. They're like, no, I need my, I need my next meal. Like when, when are we going to meet again? So one of your biggest superpowers as a man is being able to say no to a woman. And just, just to give the guys an example from like, from now, literally happened to me before we got into this live stream. There was, um, there was a girl that I met in London before I came over to Bulgaria. It came over to Bulgaria, which is where I'm at now. And we made each other one time, okay? One time. We made each other in London, had a great time together. I came over to uh, Bulgaria, where I'm at now. So we were kind of casually messaging, messaging each other back and forward. I didn't respond to her message for three days, okay? I didn't respond to her message for three days. I get a voice message from her, uh, like, early afternoon today, and she sends me this, like, five-minute voice note being like, first of all, I need to touch base with you. This has been so rude. No one puts me in a corner like that. No one treats me this way. You spent three days without responding to me and then sending me this long-winded reasons to why I need to start responding to her. I, I heard the voice message, and then I got myself nice and composed because back in the day, I was very reactionary. I'm just, like, just you know, vol volcanic in my eruptions. I was the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there. They have that effect on me. Um, I composed myself. I sent her a 30-second voice note, and I said, listen, we, 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 we have made each other once. For you to say it's rude of me, knowing nothing about my current situation, I could have a personal emergency that I need to tend to, and messaging you is the last thing on my agenda. For you to say it's rude of me, if we were in a relationship, I would understand. I would want cons consistent FaceTime with you. But for you to tell me that I'm a rude person after not responding to you, it's been really good getting to know you, but I'm going to close this book now. Left it there. Two minutes later, she's straight on the voice message again. She's basically chastising herself, saying what a bitch she was, and almost like crazy apologetic, being like, I was really looking forward to see you again. I guess I've I guess I've fucked it up now. Like almost try to like tug on my heartstrings. Um, I just sent her a thumbs up emoji, left it there. So point being, this is not done in a dictatorship like I'm better than you, war of the sexes, you know, fucking battle men against women. It's having clear boundaries and knowing when to say no, right? If a girl does something that genuinely pisses you off, right? If a friend of mine had done this, 
I would have been pissed off, right? If my friend, let's say, George, was like, mate, you've not responded to me for three days. Like, what are you doing? You're such a rude person. I'd be like, George, you absolute prick. I've had stuff going on. And we sort it out as guys. But when when you're communicating with a woman, most guys are scared to piss the woman off because they're scared to lose her because they don't know where their next meal is coming from, right? But I think your biggest superpower as a man, especially when the girl's beautiful, is being able to say no, is being able to actually push her away because she's passed the boundary that you just don't resonate with. The worst thing that I could have done when she was all apologetic was like, oh, listen, it's fine, don't worry about it. I can't wait to see you. Like, it was just like growing pains. You know, we'll get through it. Fuck that. Like, I know early on what I'm looking for, especially the personality type of a woman. And if she is going to be a little um, a little brat about it, like just bratty behavior, I've got too much going on in my life to, to entertain that level of brattiness. So she can go over mm-hmm. and find a guy who will entertain that. Um, the final thing I'll say about Instagram, just to bring it uh, full circle and put a little ribbon on it, Instagram's also great for playing the long game. Right. If I meet a girl, yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. If I, meet a girl, if I meet a girl in, let's say, London, and it happens, like I met a girl in London, she's Brazilian, right? So she's going to be back between London and Brazil. I'm also planning to go back to Brazil soon. So you can keep up to date with each other's lives. If she then um, responds to your stories, now she's chasing you. Right, she's now chasing you on Instagram. So, from a logistical perspective, purely because look, if if a buying temperature is high, find a fucking toilet. But from um, purely logistics, it's good for the long game because you can keep up to date with each other's lives. So, yeah, no, that's that's really good. Like uh, Instagram for long game because one time I met a girl and it it happened like many times. so I met this girl and then she had at that time boyfriend and then she said like, you know, we cannot sleep with each other because I have boyfriend. I said, okay, we exchanged Instagram and then we yeah. stayed in touch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she had the picture of her boyfriend in the Instagram. And uh, I think I I followed her. She didn't follow me. And then like after one year, she followed me and I checked her Instagram and then there was no picture of the boyfriend and uh, and she liked my picture. And wow. I said, like, you know, what's what's going on? You want to meet? Mm. She said, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I invite her direct to my place and I say, let's drink tea. I say, forget tea, you want to drink wine? She said, yeah, okay, open the wine and banged. So it was like straightforward. And I was saying, like, sometimes you can get in Instagram, something like this. And uh, it was it was clear signal. The picture of boyfriend are gone and... Uh, you know, she liking my picture and she's she followed me. Mm-hmm. And um, so sometimes something like this well, also and, happens. And, yeah, and, also <laughs> as, and also as well, a woman's type is forever fluctuating. She might not have been crazy into yet on the 1st of January, but on the 30th of March, when she's going through the menstrual cycle, her type, mm-hmm. her type <laughs> and now because you were the guy who had the balls to go over, you've already projected your proclivity as a protector. This guy's got courage. He acted in spite of fear. He's not like all the other simps in my DMs. Oh, I'm feeling in the mood now. She might not have been two months ago, but now she is. And you're right at the top of her Christmas list just because you've learned the skills of cold approach, you've delivered your value to the world, and you've used Instagram as a landing page, which is why I say to guys, build a fucking Instagram. Yeah, that, from this incident, I had like one more incident. I was uh, in a city, a new city, and then I was trying to be like, you know, more hardcore, testing some skills. So I met a girl and I said like, 
after two minutes i said um, i mean if you're interested i i was in japan i learned japanese massage i can do really good japanese massage maybe you like it you know mm. and then she said like she was looking and laughing and she says no 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 <laughs> i will not do it i said okay then bye you know power to let go no no yeah. bullshitting i said okay bye i will okay bye that's it that's the offer only i can do uh, we go home and i do massage and means like and then what happens after like 2 3 4 months uh, i was on the same road and then i met this girl it's, i i forget about this girl and then she said she saw me and she like japanese massage Jap- they said what she said, Jap- i said i said ah you you said that you do japanese massage i said yeah so today you want to do i said yeah come and then <laughs> she came to me and uh, yeah and it was uh, deal closed we yeah, didn't I do think, like uh, it. yeah i think <laughs> i think an, an amazing mindset that you can actually teach so i would say more advanced guys is first of all go out without a phone right so you got without a phone so obviously you're not taking any numbers but like if you can go into every approach assuming that an sdl is on the table that will change the way you approach because i think most guys go into a conversation they only think about the sdl once they've screened for logistics but if you imagine this is just hypothetical i'm not saying it's going to like like give you like fucking sdls with every girl but like if you're already in your mind thinking that this is going to be the girl that you take home on the same day through organic facetime conversation it changes the way you approach her at the get go you're already in that sexual state rather than going into the conversation social you you don't have a phone you're already assuming attraction you already have an expectation there that one girl today is going to be a yes girl whose buying temperature is going to be high mate you only need 30 seconds with that girl to screen and it's like i think just having that mindset especially for like the more advanced guys who want to take things to the next level expecting with every approach that you do that an sdl is on the cards i think it changes the way you approach women yeah yeah that's like um, you're right like uh, that's that's correct <clears throat> i was i wanted to say something i forget it okay maybe it will come so how long how much time you have we already have uh, around 1 hour 30 minutes well i've got like another 30 minutes if you if you want to go for okay, say okay okay yeah no it's okay so so uh, so like uh, the easiest country you told the brazil thailand And, thailand uh, thailand's easiest Th- thailand i would say is, is the easiest somebody's calling me i cancel it it's one of your girls yeah, yeah i got the uh, yeah what i was saying to you so one thing you said interesting that was like you know um uh, like in in my words i would say learning to let go so this is something uh, very important for the guys who are learning game uh, this is something skill i like i consciously learned for myself uh, sometimes in the old days when i was learning game and then sometime what happened like the girl i don't know if you have faced these things so sometimes the girl say like you know i will uh, i i take your number and uh, i will i will call you or something like that Uh, like and then you get my number or something so one time uh, one incident happened i remember i was in berlin center like you know you have oxford street we have like berlin city center and i approached this girl and she said like you know give me your number and uh, um uh, i will uh, I, i then i will give you my number and uh, then i said okay take t- i gave her my number and then she said like you know okay i will call you later 
oh, I became I became so angry. I said like uh, I said uh, I will not use these words. I was so angry at that time. I said like delete my number now immediately. I just <laughs> I, I just angry. I just left. You know, I just left. So one thing I learned in that situation, maybe my behavior was slightly angry, but I said like, you know, I will, I will not take this BS. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I became very cutthroat um, in my game. Uh, and that got me also very, very, very high level of results. Because sometimes the girl said, uh, uh, like, you know, oh, I'm this, 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 oh, like I'm persisting, 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 persisting. Like, you know, girl is giving resistance and I say, okay, this is the maximum I can go. Then I'll say, okay, bye, cut. I just, okay, bye. And I just fucking, I just leave. I just saying to my brain, like telling myself that I can persist and I can just cut her completely out from like, you know, and then I just do something else, you know. So there was like, there was uh, one incident happened there was i met a girl she was from holland actually and uh, i met her and everything was going good uh, she was very young and um, i did escalate and everything right on the street and touching legs uh, i do like very heavy stuff i took her to the bar uh, one bar and then i was taking to the bar uh, in under my apartment we have a building and there is a bar inside the problem what happened was that uh, somehow I told my age, there was a big age difference and I cannot recover from that situation. And uh, so the, the second venue we were, and then I like planning was to take her home, but uh, somehow she was not complying. Something went wrong. I not able to handle, but I invested like three hours. I invested already three hours. And then I say like, oh, fuck, man, like, you know, I say I have to cut her off. I just cannot deal I, it is, it, because if I, I now I will start to supplicate. I just cut her off. OK, bye, cut. And I just said, fuck, I, I just went to home and I said to myself, OK, it's OK, it's OK, it's all good. So after at that time, it was like eight o'clock in the evening. I went out. I went to the like, you know, again, and I met a girl and just like uh, aggressively take the, this girl, another girl home. And then we banged. But uh, one thing is interesting, like when the girl is too much of like giving you resistance, then there is a one time you should learn that you have to cut her off. You cannot be just like a needy guy or like, please give me the pussy. Please give me the pussy. This is not how it works. You know, you can persist. But at one time you have to cut her off completely and just leave. And and your, your subconscious mind need to understand this thing that that you want her, but you don't need her. Yeah, I think that that phrase on its own will set a lot of guys free, and that applies to anything that you do in life. I think uh, any relationships that you want to form, it's it's you want them, you don't need them, um, and I think yeah, being being cutthroat with the way that you operate your life, I think it's essential. I think um, guys who've got good experience with sales are really good at this. Where Terrero used to say, um, "Game is amoral." And I think there are a lot of guys who get involved with game and their their morals are almost too high. They've been conditioned from an early age to always pedestalize the feminine and let her get away with bright behavior. But like we were saying before, 
it's it's abundance like abundance is the antidote to all of your anxieties right the person who has the most cares the least yeah so hmm. if you if you're with a woman and she's being bright but you've already got seven gobsmackingly gorgeous girls in your phone who are already desperate to see you. The loss of one really isn't a problem. Yeah, but Christian, what do I do if, I, if I'm a complete beginner? I don't have options at the moment. You act as if you do. That is literally the most exactly. mindset. The most practical mindset I can give you, if you're currently a virgin, you're 30 years old, you've not had sex all your life, act as if. Act as, act, if, as if. act as if you're the most fuckable man on the planet and see how that actually makes you feel because it's not fake it till you make it it's believe it so you become it there's a difference like fake it is like i need to i need to put on this facade like the best actors don't just play a character they become the character right so it's 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 it, it feeds the logical side of your mind because you're like wait if I can act confident, well, doesn't that mean I am confident? Because that's all it is, right? Like we always we we are forever putting on costumes depending on what the moment wants. If I'm about to approach a big group of five girls who are beautiful, I need to amplify my confidence in order to get in to that, let's say, set. It's not because I'm a confident person, it's because I can act in a way that 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 projects confidence because for me true confidence is true confidence is optimism in the absence of certainty that's what confidence is it's optimism in the absence of certainty right most people think that confidence comes when you're certain no you don't need certainty to be confident you simply need to act in the absence of certainty oh there's the girl i really don't know how this is gonna go I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to act as if I've done this. I'm going to tell myself it's easy. I can do that. And <clears throat> when you start to do that, when you start to tell yourself better stories, you 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 believe in the abundance mentality where it's not always having, but knowing you can have. You act as if you've got an abundance of women who are desperate to see you. Your relationship mm. with the feminine will change forever because now you're operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack like the self-made millionaire who has um made a million dollars he's self-made he's built it from scratch when he loses all of his money he doesn't go into some hyper depressive state because he knows he's got the skills to acquire however make it again the person the person who wins the lottery or hits a crypto pump and then loses all of the money they do get depressed they do get suicidal mm. because it was because it was blind luck because they don't have the skills to acquire so you need to understand that it's all about for you if you're listening to this build the skills don't rely on getting lucky or finding the right match on tinder it's it's acting as if acting as if you are the most fuckable man on the planet and it's not some woo abstract stuff like law of attraction sit cross-legged in your kitchen tell yourself you're worth it it's not that but when you do tell yourself you're the most fuckable man on the planet and you start to act that way then your habits reflect the person you want to be. It's like, well, if I was really the most fuckable man on the planet, I'd probably be in better shape. I'd probably dress better. I'd probably learn a language or two. I'd probably get some experience traveling around the world. You reverse engineer it. That's, for me, how the law of attraction should be used. You tell yourself what you want, and then you act as if you already have it. It's like the Bible says, 
pray as if it's already happened, right? All we are is what we practice. So if you practice being confident for a year, this is why I don't subscribe to introvert or extrovert. Like all we are is repeated patterns of behavior that we've accepted over time as our identities. And our identity then gets solidified in the language that we use. Oh, I'm an introvert. Well, too fucking right you are because that's a label that you're putting on yourself. You are what you practice. If you approach one new girl every day for the next year, I guarantee you will start to display more tendencies of extroversion. So, yeah, for any people who are putting labels on themselves, start putting better labels on yourself, which actually springboard you towards success rather than leaving you crippled in the black pill rabbit hole. No, uh, I do think that there is a concept of introvert and extrovert, uh, but, but, the thing is, uh, if if uh, somebody is introvert, he can change himself to in that extrovert kind of behavior, get the things done and everything. For example, I'm introvert, but game and it comes to game and everything, picking up girls or you know coaching and you know approaching girls and everything i can turn myself into extrovert kind of person if i have to get the things done i have to make contacts links and everything i can get myself extrovert and get the things done but if if i have to stay like one week in my apartment and work i can stay i have not i have i have not too much problem or something like that i am not like desperate to go out and meet people so that's something uh for example, my my old business partner, he's not like working with me. He left. He was highly extrovert. He was highly extrovert. And he just need to meet his friends and he has to go out. For example, when I was uh, like uh, um, jobless and all my girls, I was just staying at home, you know, cooking something and then watching a movie in the evening and just chilling out or something like that. And next day, another girl, and next day, another girl, something like that. He was extrovert. He has to go out with his girlfriend. He has to meet friends. So there is, I see like there is some personality traits the people have. But if, if I would stay always introvert, I wouldn't be in this position right now I am. So I have to change it because I'm an introvert, love to play games and my IT job. And when I come back and playing like games, I'm not going to get laid. So I changed it and, 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 and yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, I, I do believe that we are all omniverts, right? I do believe that we have the capacity to become either or because, for example, like just, just purely from my uh, perspective, like I was saying at the start, when I was 13 years old, very high social anxiety, I would actually describe myself if we're going to use the labels, more of an introvert by nature. I'm an only child. I don't really like being around people for an extended amount of time. When I was at school and the teacher would put me on the spot to answer a question, I would break out into these sweating fits. And that was that was difficult for me early on because it really made me distaste the spotlight. I hated attention. I hated being seen. I hated being noticed. But if you were to meet me today, you'd think, this guy's full of himself. This guy loves the spotlight. He's an extrovert by nature. One of my favorite things to do is, is just disappear for a month and spend all of that time on my own. I was out for a month on my own in Bucharest. So I had projects mm -hmm. that I, I had projects that I wanted to build. So I decided to go to Bucharest to just get away from everybody. There was no time in that um the time that I spent there where 
I needed anybody else because I was so fulfilled with the purpose that I was out there for, which was uh, to create like video. It's very therapeutic for me creating content, right? So like I was my own source of pleasure in, in many ways. Um, but, but point being, it's like, that's why I always struggle with those concepts because by nature, if we are gonna use these terms, I'm introverted, right? I, I love being on my own, but I've trained myself, like we are what we practice. I've trained myself through 10 years, right? That's a decade of putting myself through the social fire to be able to play in both camps. Like I can go, and this is why I think if you look at my, this is blowing smoke up my own ass, but I like doing it. If you look at my infield content, I am, in my opinion, the only person who can display such a level of versatility, right? If you look at most like infields, the guy's either high energy or low energy. He might be serious. He might be playful. He might be logical, all of that. I'm all of that because I had to be. When I was performing magic, I was performing at so many events in so many mm -hmm. cities, so many people. I became the social chameleon. So if you look at my infields, I can be playful. I can be seductive. I can go low energy. I can go high energy. I'm always asking myself, what does the moment want? I can have deep esoteric chats or quick fire conversations, which are very sexually charged. That level of versatility has come from purely from batting practice, a decade of putting myself through the social fire. And that's why for me, I've always had a problem when people do put a cap on their own capabilities. Because I guarantee if you had my life, you'd be exactly the same. So I just find it interesting when people do put those labels because I think it's, you are you are what you practice. Yeah, but uh, I think like there is slightly in the sense like the action that we take. So some guys, for example, like for, for me, uh, when it comes to, for example, if you are extrovert, then it is easy for you to make, you know, that's social media content it is slightly easier instagram reels and this and that and that if you're an introvert then then for example for me i have to do extra step to do these things i have to uh, again this fucking reel you know okay um, better get some guy who is doing for me or but sometimes you cannot do it like that so that is something i have seen like uh, um, th there are some guys who are extrovert they can do these things much much easier and they enjoy it I just, I have to force myself. So some things I definitely think that uh, affect, you can, st I can still do it, but I have to just get out of my compass, comfort zone and like, you know, push through so that's, it. That's, that's the same for me as well. Every time I know I need to make a video, I'm not in the mood to do it. There's, that's not, that's not got anything to do with introversion or extroversion. That's, that's, that's resistance. You should read the the book, The War on Ass by Stephen Pressfield. What you're experiencing there has got nothing to do with introversion or extroversion. It's, it's, it's down to resistance to doing a difficult task. I don't want to sit here in my apartment and make a 20 minute video where I keep saying the wrong things. My mind perceived difficulty there. I'm not springing out of bed thinking, mate, I can't wait to make these fucking shorts today. It's the last thing that I want to do. The last thing that I want to do is, is actually make the thing. But once I'm actually making the thing and I've got momentum behind me, which is what guys need when they're going out there and cold approaching girls. Yeah, of course your first one was shit. You haven't warmed up yet. It's like you won't go to the gym and immediately deadlift 200 kg and you get yourself warmed up. So yeah, it, look, I, this is not a, a debate. This is simply uh, throwing ideas back and forward. But I, I think what you're experiencing is is resistance, which is what most creators, I'd say every creator 
is experiencing. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do the hard fucking work. It's hard work. I think that's what it is. Yeah, maybe like it can be, but uh, anyway. So we'll, agree, we'll agree to disagree, Deepak. Hmm? We'll agree, we'll agree to disagree. Uh, no, I, I will not be agreeing to this thing because uh, I definitely see there is a concept because I have worked with so many guys and I have met some guys also who are naturally extrovert. I have met some guys who are introvert. So I definitely see there is a level of resi resistance is there. But uh, I mean, in one way, you are also correct. But the thing is like for the extrovert guy, it is an easy job. He just can do it. So there are definitely in the community also, they are like kind of person who are, who, for example, um, they love to go out all the time and do filming their life and everything, this and that and that and posting it. And it is easy because they are extrovert, they can do it. And I, if I say like, and I have to post real, I'm working, for example, then it, there's not too much I can post from my, you know, I cannot post like like bedroom scenes from my girls or something. I don't want to like, you know. So I don't, I play a very different kind. I just don't go out too much. I, I go out when it is required, coaching and everything. So it's slightly, I see there is a slightly, a, in personality, there is a difference. But uh, if it is like a life and death situation, I can do it. So in, in, in the, like, for example, this YouTube thing I'm doing since 2013, so I, it was a struggle for me to do, but I just forced myself and now I'm, I can do it, this YouTube thing. Uh, so, but the other guy, for example, uh, uh, other guy for, for, it was interesting for me to make a YouTube content and everything. I have to focus, write a script proper, everything, you know, need to be perfect or something like properly. And my other business partner, oh, what video? He just speak. And I said, like, dude, like how you can do it? I cannot do like this. So there is definitely an element of this, you know, personality traits you know, are that's, there. That's, that's, that's why I said we will agree to disagree. That, that was the point. We'll, we'll agree to, to disagree. Like, that's, that's the point. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this question. What are your take on red pill and dating coaches who don't show results, but just like to talk? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> uh, classic question. Uh, don't listen to them. There you go. That's, uh, that's my <laughs> best advice. No, look, the red pill, like I was saying before, I like to take inspiration from everybody. I don't like to just be like, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. There are valuable uh, lessons that you can take from everybody. Problem that I have with the red pill community, which harkens back to the discussion we were having earlier, is extremist red pillars all they want to preach is ig ignore women for years, right? Like I was saying to you before that a guy should try and get himself to, let's say, a five out of 10 across the board before he starts submerging himself in the world of seduction. So he's actually got some value to give, right? The problem that I have with the red pill community, especially the extremist right wing side of the red pill, is they will preach to guys that you have to ignore women until you get to 35 years old, you become a high value man, you're making seven trillion a year, and then, this is the worst bit, <laughs> build it, and they will come. And do you know what's the, do you know what's the tragic thing is, right? The worst thing a man can do is ignore women for years. He gets to 35 years old, he's got everything sorted, he's a 10 out of 10 in most areas, and then he gets his heart broken by a woman. 
that guy is going down a dangerous path because he's been brainwashed by the brain dead into believing that these materialistic trappings are going to give him the love from the feminine. But what that guy lacks is experience in the sexual marketplace. He's never had to deal with rejection if he's never been putting himself out there before. So the point I was making before, just to show that I'm not contradicting myself, is my point was, if you are, let's say, sub five at the moment, where you look like shit, you're just out of shape, you're overweight, you're not making any money, you're just an absolute fucking pauper, then yes, get yourself up to base level where you are a respectable man in the community, right? You've got, maybe you've got a part-time job, you know, you're doing, you're doing bits, you know, you're, on the, you're in the becoming, not the being, but... To, to, to subscribe to the ideology that you should ignore women until you become, and it's really cringy, a high-value man, whatever the fuck that even means, is horseshit, and it's a dangerous ideology for young men to subscribe to. So I think young men need experience with the feminine early on. They need... Every young man needs to get his heart broken at an early age, right? I was... I was 18 years old when I went through my first breakup, right? But if your first breakup, and that, that sets you up for the future, right? Then you learn about yourself. I was absolutely heartbroken, mate. Like, it was absolutely mm -hmm. fucking horrible. It was embarrassing, embarrassing. And then it, you you learn, though, right? But, like, if, if I'd not gone through, through any of that at, like, 18, 19, and my first experience of turmoil with the feminine came at 38, Mate, I don't think I would realistically be able to bounce back from that. So that that that's my thoughts on the red pill. Listen to some of the advice. The the the, the thing with the red pill, yeah, improve yourself as a man. But for fuck's sake, don't ignore women until you're 35. Yeah, you are right. I mean, like people should not ignore. And uh, in I I see like uh, I mean we can learn. I will not completely like disqualify them. We we can learn from everyone, uh, from red pill guys. I I I. I started a series like Real Pill, but I just can't able to because of health issues. I was not able to do it because uh, the the red pill is like more. Some are like very theoretical, like they are like guys sitting in the apartment and just um, I don't want to tell their name or something. But it should be practical. It should be like we can take some concepts from them. But what is practically applicable? Because there was a one guy who said that. There's a video and I will, I do respect him, but he said, uh, uh, you should never date a girl who has tattoo. And I said, like, you know, because if the girl is having tattoo, then this, she's a whore and all this. And I said, like, sometimes the girls don't know what they want. Then the myths, maybe sex, 17 year old, she make a small tattoo. And now she's like labeled as like, you know, slept for whole life. This is like yeah. completely BS. So it should be a kind of more practical thing. You cannot just like, and sometimes they say like, you should not never date a girl who is below 25. Now, okay, I understand if a guy is like 45 or 50 year old or like 45 year old or 40 year old and like searching for 23, 22. And in this time, 23, 22 year old girl, like with this, all this Instagram and all attention, she's not ready for a relationship. We will get a girl in some village or what? Going in Afghanistan and getting some girl there or what? Like <laughs> you're living in, place to take in there, no, yeah, but like how how you like how you do it? Like sometimes, the, like in London or in in Berlin and like where they have they are exposed to it, or like in New York, then just you can you should not date a girl who is uh, like uh, above twenty five because this. this. <clears throat>
because her brain is changed and but in reality the guys maybe very high value guys they can afford to do it because you know they have a status and all but normal guy they should be more flexible so it should be a more practical kind of advice you know yeah. that's why that's why it make the series real pill i just can't able to continue but uh, i said we should take some ideas from there but it should be a practical yeah and finding like finding what actually applies to you as well i think there's a lot of guys in this world who they never ask themselves what do they actually want right not not what they feel as though they want to want because it makes them look cool like like what do they actually want right because i think a lot of guys are wanting to want things that other guys want to want just because it makes them look cool right like you'll get like guys like oh you know i want to have multiple wives why do you want that because their favorite influencer has told them that that's what they want to want if they want to emulate this figure then they need to want to want that but inside they might just want a, a beautiful girlfriend who just loves them for who they are rather than what they have i think that's the problem with the manosphere i think guys subscribe to ideologies that they don't fully believe in but because it makes them look cool right it's like i might want to start being a professional um basketball player let's say because i've got a lot of black friends and i want to be accepted into the tribe i want to be accepted by these guys i'm like i need to learn basketball just to mm. fit in with these guys i might want to become a fucking fisherman i just might want to go to thailand and angle all day but because of the things that you're consuming you you almost lose yourself in the stupidity right so i think an important question that guys should ask themselves every day actually like i try and do it every day i'm not always consistent with it but just sit down with yourself pen and paper and just say like what do i actually want like write down like what your ideal reality actually looks like like how much money you want to be making how many women you want it might be one it might be two it might be three there's no right answer it's what you actually want where do you want to be living how do you want to be making your money what does your mental health look like what's your relationship like with your family it's it's what you want not what some bloke sat in his fucking armchair is telling you what you need to want it's like what you actually want because that will set you free when you actually know who you are and where you're going mm. yeah you're right yeah that's like you know that's the what we want and having realistic expectation like you know sometimes mm. i say to the guys but it is very tough to get it like you know know your smv definitely like uh, know your value then having a bit slightly more realistic expectation when you are gaming if the guy is like two and he just like oh i want to learn game and i want this like you know i saw this paris cat walk model i will just and like you and then they they do game oh the game don't work you know dude like right. this is not how it is you 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 what is your realistic you are way like you are too much entitled you have to understand like what is your uh, what you can realistically get mm. uh, that comes with experience that comes with lot of like you are in the field in the starts for example the guys need to have experience in game then they will get the idea okay this is the realistically i can get okay this the part if i can improve in my looks then i can get a bit better this 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 you know i mean i have done like so much uh, like research in this thing even for myself L like exactly which body part i 
I train, I can get results. I have gone to very micro detail. So I know exactly what I'm capable of. But again, I, like a lot of experience, a lot of hit and trial, you know, in the game. And I love the game. So guys need to have some kind of realistic expectations in the game yeah. when they are learning. Yeah, I, I, I would say realistically, because I've seen some content, which is like any man can go from a three to a 10 or some shit like that, <laughs> um, which is just like, I mean, come on, a three to a 10, that's fucking like, unless you're getting like some surgery. I've also worked with guys who've had surgery, but maybe that's a conversation for another time. With but, surgery, uh, you cannot get it. If 10, I don't know, from three to 10 with surgery, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would say realistically speaking, it's within the power of any man to add at least two points to himself. Three, mm. I think you can definitely do. It just takes more work, right? So if you're currently sat, let's say, a six, I do believe you can get yourself to a nine, but I do believe you also need to bring uh, some sort of status into the game if you're going to elevate to like that upper echelon. I think yeah. you need a level of status. But let's say you're currently sat at a five, which is actually... I would say when I first started, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I would say I was about a 4.8. If I'm being completely honest, uh, it pains me to say, but when I first started game, you can look back at my other videos, like I've already told you boys to do, look at look at like the Manchester videos especially, I was like absolute horseshit, right? So I would say I was like a 4.8. Maybe my my social skills got me up to like a 5.5, but I wasn't getting looks from girls. Mm. Uh, I wasn't what I would say a fuckable man. Um, I, I've added, right? I've added to myself to the point now where like it's just it is it is narcissism but i do believe i'm leaving the house and like yeah mate i just tell myself i'm a fucking 10 and the world reflects it the world is your mirror it really is but that belief is not is not come from blind optimism no you worked on it yeah no, you that, worked hard that, that belief has come through like pure two and a half years of dedication and do you know what's interesting as well part what's allowed me to accelerate my progress the most has been actually documenting my journey on youtube like I would get so many comments back in the day when I first started, hate comments, which were like, you're ugly, you're like shit, I can't believe this guy's actually doing it, what does he think he's gonna do? I had guys tell me I was a four at best. And I think that, I think lesser men would have got affected by this and it would have made them stop. I don't know if it's something within me, which is just this like, no matter what, I'm gonna prove you fucking wrong. I think revenge can be an amazing motivator. But when I, whenever I got those comments, I just knew in myself that I, the rate that I was going, I was destined for really good things. So whenever I was getting those hate comments, it was always, yeah, fuck you. I'll see you in two years. Yeah, fuck you. I'll see you in two years. <laughs> and now where I'm at, and look, I'm far from the finished product, right? I've still got a lot of growing to do. I've stripped back a lot of my own bullshit. I'm far less reactionary now with the comments. But in the <laughs> early days, I think putting myself on YouTube, documenting. I think I'm one of the only people who was documenting from like three months after I started Day Game, I was making videos. So you can mm -hmm. see like my old, old, old videos from where I'm okay. type in Leeds, L-E-E-D-S, Day Game, you'll find my old infields. Um, but by documenting, by doing the thing, day game, which is fucking difficult, but then by documenting it on YouTube for the whole world to criticize you, I just built this bulletproof bravado, right? And it was just a case of now where I am, that's a character that I was talking about before. It's like, yeah, I might look better now, but if I didn't have the character, if I didn't go through the shit where I was having to deal with criticism on a daily basis, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't be... Mm. I wouldn't be the person that I am if it hadn't have been for those hate comments. So now 
I don't even see it. Like It's like Shakespeare said, nothing's good or bad, but thinking that makes it so. So they weren't actually hate comments, which I now understand. They were just comments. Someone said a thing and it upset me. Right. And that's what I was saying to you earlier as well about you have to be a savage with this. This is not for the faint heart. There's no perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. Being you. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're going to get your ego fucking capitulated, mate. If, if it's not the girls out there, it's the fucking trolls on the Internet. So you better be <laughs> ready for it. That's literally one of the first things that I will say to a guy before we've even before I've even accepted him to work with, 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 with me. It's a case of. You better be fucking ready for this battle. You better be ready to die multiple deaths if you're serious about this. Because they're the only guys I want to work with. And that's why the results that I get with the guys are so good. Because they're vetted. Because I need that guy who's by my side when I'm coaching him. I need to think I can go to war with this man. And he's going to be there by my side, like brothers in arms. I'm not working with guys who are just absolute little pussies. Oh, no, no, Christy, I'm not ready for this. You knew what you signed up to. It's like complaining <laughs> that you got wet if you want to be a swimmer. You knew what you signed up to. So we're either going to do this 100% or we're not going to do it. If you're not fully committed, do not apply to work with me because you're wasting my time, right? So, yeah, you've got to be a savage with this. You've got to be as on it as I am. And they're the guys. I'm very specific about my avatar. You need to be on it. You need to be a savage. And you need to be ready to fucking get your bollocks absolutely rinsed. Yeah, 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 you're right. There's a, what, there's a, can a salmon guy get 10? <laughs> I know a below average Chinese jawless dog. I mean, the thing is, if you, uh, this is how I see with this uh, um, question, uh, like with a good game, you can get, I will say with a good game, first of all, level up your SMV as much as possible. Learn yeah. the game. With a good game, you can get equal and like one level above you can get something like that depends but it is not going to be depends on the time of the month she just might be really in the mood like, i know girls who just yeah. fucking ugly guys like that, really really attractive girls they yeah. just get off on fucking ugly guys yeah yeah that that also but uh, like uh, in the sense like it is it is not going to like more higher you higher you go with the level of like points in the girl tougher the game tougher the things will be so for example a eight or seven will be easier but if you go for 10 they're gonna be very very tough because they are getting attention from all over the world you know like, and yeah a, a, a 10 though a 10 is like for me anyway a 10 is like celebrity status right and i will put this <clears> on camera because <throat> i see far too many other fucking coaches being like oh a bag to 10 like no no you didn't i've never <laughs> been with a 10 i i'm not like, i'm i'm not banging ariana grande and you're not either so let's just stop being stupid let's just stop being stupid about the numbers that we're saying we're pulling i would say on my best day i could probably get an 8.5 at best like 8.5 i think that's that's a fair appraisal of my current ability 26 year old looking the way that i do the character that i've built and that's on a good day all right like 8.5 or maybe an 8.8 but no, no one who's making these fucking videos is getting tens. I'm telling you right now. So let's just stop this whole fallacy. I'm not. Yeah, the... I'm not banging tens. I'm not banging Ariana Grande or the fucking Queen of Venezuela. They probably don't have a queen. But so to point being, I'm saying this for you guys to actually have, like you were saying, realistic expectations. If you're consistently pulling eight, eight point fives from cold approach, 
mate, you are literally in the top 1% of guys who do this, right? So realistic expectation. If you're a seven right now, you can get that, like, that that 8.5, right? You can get her. You realistically can do it. It's like 10... luck is involved. You need to have some luck involved also. Like, it's yeah, not agree. like you just get on consistent basis, but it's no. game and luck yeah. both need to be. And be, yeah, be in the right location helps as well. Yeah. Like you've got leverage yeah. in your relative value. You know, yeah, that's that's also, organism. yeah. So, because... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing, like, uh, uh, in this thing... Uh, you have, uh, you can get, uh, you can get, uh, this is how I see, like, whatever your looks are, you're getting girls better above your looks. Then I will say, like, good game. Good game, I will also say in, in a way that you able to build an intimacy with the girl on, with the girls on consistent basis. Not, not like just, like, not like getting late, because getting late requires a lot of logistical things and all. But, if you able to build intimacy with you approach the girl and you're able to escalate and build uh, having that intimacy at the end of interaction on consistent basis because then more and more girls are likely to you likely to meet and it is very easy for you to get laid then so that i say the good game you know yeah i think i think the word that you use there intimacy is is so good because that is what guys are craving. I'm sick to death now of guys being like, all this is about is getting laid. If that was the case, you would hire a prostitute. Let's stop saying that it's just all about getting laid. It's, you, you want the intimacy, right? You want that woman to want you. That's what you want. If you're paying a fucking prostitute, she don't want you. She wants your fucking money. So, yeah, it's, it, you're right. It's the intimacy. It's the relationship that you can actually build with that woman, which supersedes just one, one night. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so. So we have uh, my okay. She's looking. They're asking my lay count. Uh -huh. So oh. I have. Uh, <laughs> I already made a video about my lay count. I already made a video about my lay count. Actually, oh. um, uh, there's on the on the channel. And uh, I'm the, I actually, I'm the, I'm the guy who actually able to, because people can say whatever they want, you mm. know, their lay count, you know, like they are like some autistic guys. Um, mm. If you are in Brazil, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they can, he can say, but you know, when it comes to proof, I made actually a video about uh, at that time YouTube was very reluctant. So showing real girls in my bedroom, it was in 2019, just before the YouTube got strict. So mm -hmm. the video was there. So like ugly guy got like got like 200 girls in a year, something like this. So I literally show not like pictures. I literally show the proof of the girls in my bedroom or something. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, like you know that old days are come. I'm not like really like you know feeding my ego or something like that. It's more than always, mate. Well, I just think these guys don't understand. There is this there is this concept which has been around for a long time. It's called lying, right? So they just don't understand that when they ask a guy that question, 
mate, like you're never really going to get the true answer. So stop asking it. Stop being so overly concerned with what some random bloke's lay count is and focus on your fucking self because yeah, it makes look, no difference to your life. If it's 100, 200, 500, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, why are you asking the question? You don't really care. But yeah. Look the infields. Look the infields. Look the quality of content. Look the infields that are more important. Look at the like students are getting success. Uh, I mean, I show the, I'm the, I, I have shown, I don't want to, like you know uh, brag in front of oh, my okay. guests <laughs> you know so I, I i have shown like complete like approach to making girls as in my life like multiple dates there are like some videos infield videos of me like uh, approaching the girl and complete like showing the approach and my new product actually i have shown I'm showing uh, how I got a girl, how I got my multiple girlfriends. So I'm showing the complete approach and everything. People can learn in the dating and fields domination. People can learn specifically like getting ladies. Okay, we I can do it. But how to get a girlfriend, how to build that kind of emotional and intimacy, emotional connection with the girl at the same time escalating girls in different scenarios, like not like one girlfriend I got with a different situation another girlfriend i got in a different situation so you see like different things so use the quality of infield that is that i, I can say whatever i want and anybody can say lay count but you see the quality of infield that yeah. is I, I have already made the video about lay count but still it's the quality of infield quality of teaching quality of game students getting success and everything uh, that do matters at the end yeah, look, cre credibility is always conveyed through the character, right? It's like, you know, like, you really, you just know who's getting laid and who isn't, right? And it's like, if, if you meet somebody and you look at them, you spend time with them, you're just like, yeah, this guy fucks a lot. You just know, like, you never ask someone, like, straight up in person, yo, bro, like, what's your, like, you don't need to ask them because you already know it's going to be at a level which is probably higher than your own. It's like the proof is in the pudding, as we say in England. Like, you're, you're not asking that question because you care about the answer. Focus on yourself and understand yeah. that it will never be enough anyway. Whether it's 500, 1,000, it, it's never going to say shit, yeah? So stop asking. Put yourself out there. Be social. Meet a lot of people. Get off the fucking internet for a little while. Your life will be sweet. You don't need to know some random blog's lay count. Yeah, I mean, like, that's okay. The Locario. I, I know this guy, actually, Mr. Locario. I don't know if you know this guy. Who the fuck is that? No idea, man. <laughs> there is also a dating coach in USA. He's a All black right. Oh, but right, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll happily stream with anybody. Like, yeah. Let's see. Well, if you want to see a live stream of me and Mr. Lucario, random internet stranger, then get Mr. Lucario to, uh, to DM me because I've no fucking idea who he is. So, yeah, tell him and I'll be there. <laughs> no, yeah, let's see. Like, uh, so, so, yeah, like that's uh, if you want to say anything, what, like what's your YouTube, your Instagram, anything you can tell what you uh, offer. Yeah, I'll about your off. services. Um, yeah, you can you can find me on YouTube, Christian Casanova. But no, I just like to conclude this conversation, just saying, like, just again, just ma massive thank you to you. Uh, like I say, I didn't have a fucking clue who you were like a day ago. Got an email from you, um, and yeah, I just felt really, I feel really honoured. Like, I feel as though, like, obviously, this is the first time that we've actually spoke properly. So I think it's, it's nice for the guys to actually just see us collaborate. Uh, organically like no prep involved just like actual i think there's been a nice flow to this conversation because sometimes when i listen to like podcasts which is basically what this is it feels very structured and regimented but i think we've been able to we've been able to like mentally spark go with the flow 
Yeah, but like mentally spa, where like I put ideas hmm. forward, you put ideas forward, you've said something, and I thought, oh, maybe, yeah, that's a good idea. And it's it's then it's then synced into my mental tapestry. I'll go away, I'll think about it, I'll think, oh, how could I apply that to me? So I, I would say as a final practical point for guys listening, get yourself a solid masculine support network of like-minded guys. Like mm. these are the sort of conversations that you need to be having. Not pointless YouTube comment section with anonymous trolls. Get a good tribe. I would say five like-minded, radically ambitious guys who you can actually level up with. Because I think that's lacking these days. Uh, guys who don't have a good group of friends around them, guys that they can actually get challenged by and and give them no bullshit feedback rather than, oh, what do you want to do this weekend? Oh, let's go get drunk again at Weatherspoons. It's like, no, like these are conversations like this. This two-hour conversation that me and you have had, it will change lives around the world. And it also make us feel better as people because we've been able to share an experience that we wouldn't have had otherwise. So, yeah, mm. that's the final thing that I want to say. If people want to find me, they'll find me. If they don't, then they fucking don't. But, yeah, no, I, just, 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 just thank you to you because I, I do really appreciate you've been in this game longer than I have. And for you to identify something within me that made you think, yeah, I'd like to talk to this guy for a couple of hours. Like, I feel truly honoured by that. So, thank you. No problem. And thanks for you being here also in my stream. No, so, my pleasure. My pleasure, mate. I'm more than so, happy. More than happy to do another one with you in the future whenever you want. Yeah, we can do in the future. It, it was a good, actually, good conversation, actually. Very productive, actually. Yeah. So there's a same delay or exchanging numbers, girls flaking a lot. I say, like, uh, getting same delay is also essential because you people need to learn from approach to sex and do this process again and again. So same delay is easier, actually, when you're getting slightly at upper intermediate level compared to getting the number and getting the girl from number to meeting for date. So same delay will be slightly easier. So practice same delay and then I will say. Yeah. And go go to somebody where same day lays are going to be more optimal. It may entirely yeah, logistically it's, if it is the order, it's the order of the day. It's like weird if you set up a day, it's like, no, I'm ready now, let's go. So you know, leverage. Yeah, yeah. Logistically, if it is possible, if the girl has no time, then you cannot. But if you have time, the girl has time, then you have to go for the pull. Yeah, people, okay. People have got plenty of time in Thailand. Get yourself there. <laughs> where Thailand? Yeah, where? Thailand. In Bangkok. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All they've got is time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Christian. Your name is Christian. Yeah, yeah. Christian. Okay, then take care, man. Thanks for being here. And I really appreciate. And uh, okay, I'm ending the broadcast now. Wait a minute. And now.